Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 level one. This is episode 236, I think Andy just said. Yep. Yep. And obviously, you've guessed Andy is with me, here, with me here tonight, as always, and joining us as well as the not dying, ever surviving. Hey, Ross, yo. how you going, on, guys? <laughs> Better than you, mate. Better than you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm extremely hungover today, man. Like, I sat up thinking, I'm a full day and had a hard week at work, and I passed out on my computer. Not passed out, that's saying that I drank myself to pass out, but I fell asleep. Well, what? Talking to Andy, basically, we'll call it, which which everyone can relate to. I so, put you to sleep. Yeah, I, I just sat. Is he at E three with that photo you sent in the WhatsApp? <laughs> yeah, Ross was in the IGN panel. I was just like, there, there's Ross there. <laughs> mm. So yes, we we are going to talk a lot E three, but we're first of all going into big big screen, we screen the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies that we have watched. Now, does did everybody do their top ten superhero lists or movies? Nope. Nope. Uh, awesome, Andy. Thanks for doing the work. And I'm sure I've got it somewhere. Uh, do you think you could do it on the fly, Andy? I could probably do it on the fly if you, if you guys go fast. Okay, so, well, I'll talk about what I watched first. Um, I watched uh, a few TV programs. Obviously, we've got a bit of E3 to cover tonight as well, so we'll keep the big screen, we screens short and sweet if we can. Um, so I watched Better Call Saul this week's episode and last week. Uh, one more to go in the season. It's getting pretty good again. There was a few episodes this season that have been quite dull, I think. Uh, I still love, what's his name, Bob Ord- Ord- I can't pronounce his second name, or Densky or something. Uh, his his cat. Yeah, Odin Kirk. I knew it was something. He um he's he's absolutely brilliant. Uh I like the way it's going. It's kinda heading towards you can see how he's gonna get the money to buy the big offices he's got in Breaking Bad and he made money last week uh by uh, using lawyer talk on his um what do you call it? Community service officer and they get paid seven hundred pounds and that's kind of the start of him realizing there's more money to be made off of criminals than there is old people and he's just he's just got the old women to settle so he's got his millions so he's going to get paid over a million dollars because he represented them um but i think there's going to be a legal loophole because he's not allowed to be a lawyer that he can't accept that pay to the end of the year hmm. um because it's all and that's what always happens um i started watching breaking bad again last night just because there's a few things i was arguing at work that nacho was never in breaking bad and i'm sure i'm right but also i just wanted to get through it um that show gets you hooked within three minutes 40 seconds that's all that show takes 
Um, really good show. Uh, I finished off Black Sails season one with Tasha. She really enjoyed it. Obviously, they they damaged their car, as you know, and then they ended up beached and all the golds there, and they're on this island. Um, watched American Gods. Haven't seen this week's. Uh, it forwarded the story like skipped like quite a few chapters by the book. So season two and onwards, they must go their own sort of path rather than the book because obviously it looks like the initial idea was to tell the entire book in one season and now they've get renewed for season two it's kind of like okay we've already filmed it so we're gonna have to come up with some new stories or more flashback episodes to fill out some of the book but yeah really good show um and lastly oh no i watched lastly for tv i watched uh, i went back and started night ride again so i watched the first episode and obviously like I haven't probably watched this since it was on TV and I was younger, but I forgot that the whole story was that um, he gets shot in the face. Like, it was a different character playing... Michael Long was his original name. He gets shot in the face and he had to reconstruct a surgery which made him look like David Hasselhoff. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a good plastic surgeon. Um, so I, I just love the cheesy 80s acting. Like, you know, the men are real men and, like... Uh, you can't really see it these days but the way that they are with the women it's just like yes that's that's fine go go up and look pretty you know like <laughs> toddle along there like that sort of attitude that they've got with them but no it's such a good show man it's easy watching um and i downloaded se- original seasons one to four team night rider which i remember a lot as well night rider 2000 and then the 2008 series because um, I don't think I've ever seen Night Rider 2000 but I've seen the rest of them I wanted to catch up on them before the end of the year when the new Night Rider Heroes comes out um, I know there's Night Rider 2010 but it is basically Mad Max Night Rider nothing to do with this it doesn't really connect so I didn't, I'm not going to bother watching it um, but on big screen I did watch one thing Wonder Woman is fucking fantastic honestly I uh, so many good things to say about it Gal Gadot, phenomenal if you had any doubts about it before uh, this was the make it or break it film in Hollywood for female leads in big movies and female directors after the Busters debacle and stuff like that I did not leave this thinking that I was seeing a girl's superhero film or a chick's superhero film like when I watch Supergirl and they're sitting about eating ice cream I feel like I'm watching a show for women this done what every superhero film that you don't go and see Spider-Man and think yeah I've, I've just seen a, a dude's superhero film you don't think that at all mm. but with the likes of Elektra and Catwoman there's certain moments in it where it's like this uh, apart from them being terrible movies but it's designed towards the female audience whereas this one's not designed towards male or female you leave just feeling that you've seen a badass superhero film I'm glad they showed her full strength that she can throw about tanks and stuff because I was worried they were going to downplay her next to Superman when really she's about par levels with them um, you got to see the, the Basso of Truth our shields are gauntlet she got her whole backstory um and she looks damn good running about in the costume. Uh, Chris Pine was good for kind of comic relief. Um, a couple of characters weren't entirely needed. Like um, the guy that Spud from Trainspot and played was not needed, and the Indian guy they brought nothing to the plot. Uh, literally, when they went to go to uh, the front, instead of having those two, they could have just took the Native American guy, and the the, the movie would have been exactly the same. Um, they could have ruined it so easily at several points like I, I don't really want to ruin the ending but at the ending there's a moment where they could have like had somebody show up and like kiss Wonder Woman and that would have been a, a complete chick film just with one scene but no they straight they managed to 
um, dodge every pitfall into the that's just another chick's film it's never going to work she shouldn't have been cast bullshit that the internet would have gave it this is a superb not only uh, female led superhero movie but this is a superb fucking superhero movie soundtrack's amazing badass moment in no man's land my favourite scene in any film that I've seen in fucking probably the past five years and yes that does include Star Wars to be honest with you it was that fucking cool to me so from a superhero that didn't have much interest in to reading 30 deep into her new 52 comics after seeing the movie, I'm glad that this movie was made. I'm glad it exists, and I would recommend it to anybody that's a fan. Like, Fraser keeps poo-pooing it, saying feminists are jumping all over it. They're, they're fucking rightly, right to do so, but this this is a movie for everybody. It's not just a chicks movie. It is really, really good. And that's about all I watched. So, Ross, why don't you go next? On TV... I watched this uh, TV show called The Line of Duty, and it's a phenomenal show. It's a police drama, and it's uh, about an anti-corruption unit uh, within the Met Office, and uh, it just follows the kind of anti-corruption unit that is, you know, sniffing out corrupt cops uh, around kind of the UK, and uh, it's really, really good. Like, it's got some good twists and turns, and I was surprisingly hooked onto it because. I'm not really one for kind of cop dramas ever since The Wire because I thought, hey, you can't get anything better than The Wire in terms of cop dramas. So I was kind of sceptical at first, but my God, this has actually had some decent twists and turns. The first two series are on uh, are on Netflix, so you should totally check them out. They're an hour long, but it's just like, you know, you, you start out thinking, oh yeah, this is just going to be, it's totally going to be that person, that person, and that person. And then all of a sudden, all of that kind of like cliche stuff gets flipped on its head and it's completely different to what you expected to happen at the end and stuff. And Series 2 was just as good as Series 1. And uh, I've been told that Series 3 is supposed to be the best that they've ever done. And I don't know how they're going to top it because Series 2 is a little closer than a half. Um, so yeah, uh, Line of Duty was good. I watched The Mummy in the cinema. Fucking shite. Fucking shite. Piece of shit. Like... It was the worst thing I've seen in quite a while, actually. Uh, don't go see it, man. Or if, if you see it, just wait until you can get it via a non-cinema means because it's it's not worth anyone's time or uh, money uh, to watch such drivel that was The Mummy. It was really bad. That's all I want to say in the matter because I get angry thinking about the film because it was that bad. Yeah, really? That's Yeah, yeah, really. It was really, really bad. And it was just such a... They tried to connect it all to this, like... The, their dark universe thing, yeah, and like which they might for, be getting sued for. <laughs> like for for example, like right at the start, like That's the universal, crazy. the universal logo turns into like dark universe, and it's just like oh really? It's like proper, just like on the like you know two on the nose, and even then they were totally floundering about how they were going to connect stuff. Like you left kind of going, was that supposed to be the star of a universe or? Was that just kind of fan service or what? Because they hadn't really, you know, executed it properly. Like, you had Russell Crowe's Jekyll and Hyde, and uh, there's a couple of other bits and pieces that you would only know if you've read about what they're doing in their upcoming films that kind of had been placed in there, but it all felt it was really forced. And, yeah, uh, even then, just the whole story was disjointed. Action was just pretty kind of bland, and essentially it should have just been called The Mummy, Tom Cruise Screaming. <laughs> That's essentially what it should have been called. 
So not but, as good as the Brendan Fraser original. Oh no way! I mean, nothing can beat that man. Uh, mm. So yeah, I wouldn't. I'd highly not see it in the cinema. I mean, give it a watch to to just to laugh at it, but I, I wouldn't waste your money in the cinema to see it. I'm so glad I had a Sin World card when I came out of that cinema. <laughs> If I had to pay for that, I proper would have like launched something through a window. Ross <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just punches the cinema screen. In the uh, of the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to be fair, I was really close to walking out if it wasn't for the fact that uh, I was with a mate and uh, uh, he wanted to stay because he somehow enjoyed it. And I kind of felt a wee bit bad, like leaving him in the cinema on his own. So I just had to sit through it. And first ever time as well in my entire life, I actually took my phone out. Uh, turned it on in the cinema because I was that bored of the film. Wow. Yeah, and I never do that. That's like the cardinal rule. I never break, but that was how bad the film was. I actually ended up having to use my phone because I was so bored watching the film. Oh. But yeah, that's all I've really watched uh, this week, I'm afraid. Nothing there. Nothing major. Cool. Um, yeah, you'd seen Wonder Woman last week and you'd kind of similar thoughts to me, didn't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, everything you said, uh, I completely agree. I don't know what Fraser's talking about, man. That's fucking yeah. right. He's talking yeah. a lot of shit about that feminist stuff. I mean, fair dues on them. I mean, it was one of the best ones I've seen. So, you know, like, I, I don't know what he's talking about. He's just jealous of the fact that it's a woman that's going to be in the lead and not a man. But anyway, it was good, though. I agree with all your points. So, Not enough dick for Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Andrew, what did you watch this week? Me tall old chum. Nothing Got to catch exciting. my pirate voice for next year, the year of pirate games. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I did start just... watching the new season of Orange is New Black, which is really good, but that's all. Yeah, episode two is out for that, isn't it? I think Tasha was uh, watching No, no, the whole, whole season's out. Oh, did they release it like that? That's good. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's a Netflix original, oh. that one, so they just they just drop all at once, which is good. Ah, uh, yeah, because AMC's got a better call Saul, doesn't it? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. And it's good. It's a, it's a lot more serious than uh, than than previous seasons, I would say. But um, apart from that, no, nothing else. Okay, so I, we are going to run through. Well, myself and Ross are anyway. Our top ten live action. Bah, 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 yes, got a Kodak. Um, our top ten live action um, superhero movies of all time. Now I'm going to go first because you two will probably shout at me for a lot of these. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to start with number 10 and I'm going to justify it but number 10 is the Green Lantern fucking boo fuck off uh, Mark, Mark, Strong, Mark Strong as Sinestro was absolutely brilliant uh, Hal Jordan was played good by Ryan Reynolds the, o- the only thing that fucked this film was the CGI like literally that was it like the story was there the villain was there the setup of the universe was there Parallax was there and yes it was another big cloud of doom but I mean, the fi- we're not we're not probably we're probably going to get a Green Lantern film, but I I just love the sort of innocence of this movie and Ryan Reynolds' charm and like the scenes on Oa and I just enjoyed Kilowog. He was done perfection in this movie, and as I said, Sinestro. I believe Mark Strong couldn't have done a better performance. Green Lantern costume obviously looked all sorts of fucked up as everybody continually slanders this movie for and even in Deadpool he references that but yep at number 10 I'm going with Green Lantern okay so at number 9 is the original Blade movie um, which was probably 97, 98-ish I think and uh, yeah, and obviously the the soundtracks um, 
fucking deeply embedded in our generation's minds because it was played from Paris to Berlin, if you get that reference as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was played everywhere. And obviously, Go discos. Local, whoop, whoop. Yeah, a local air band, Public Domain, who all stayed, or stayed local, um, remixed it to a very popular Operation Blade mix. But no, I just, I really enjoyed the first Blade. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed Blade 2 and 3, but they kind of went the sort of sequels aren't better route rather than sequels are better route and uh, I just loved uh, the world of Blade and everybody loved that film at the time and I forgot that I actually own a functioning replica of the Blade Swords. It doesn't do the cut your hand off nonsense but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Blade, Blade's, Blade's in there at number 9. At number 8 I'm probably going to get slandered for as well but it's my list, it's not your list um, this film is really enjoyed by my wife, she enjoyed the second one and I did not, I really enjoyed the portrayal of it, however obviously it's been done better now since, and that's Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage um, What, what are yep, you talking I've, about? You didn't say Ghost Rider, I really enjoyed it, it's one of my wife's favourite superhero movies of all time and uh, yeah I still own it as one of my only Blu-rays Spirit of Vengeance, this sort of half reboot, half let's ignore the first film and go absolutely crazy, I really like Nicolas Cage as um, do, do, you think, uh, do you think this is a wind up Ross? Do you think I, I, think, like... I think he's trolling no, no, <laughs> You know why? Because uh, it's Ghost Rider 2 is the best when he's pissing fire, come on. No, it's not. <laughs> um, the, the, those three, like, I nearly put the Punisher in there as well. The uh, Punisher 1. <laughs> when you're going to say, like, uh, the second Captain America is the best superhero movie of all time. Um, but anyway, number seven, Iron Man 1. The original Iron Man, the one I'm, I know Incredible Hulk was there first, but Iron Man 1 did kick off the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe. And in my mind, obviously, until recently, I can't think of a better um, origin story done on screen for a long time. Like Robert Downey Jr. nailed that part. And like I remember the headlines at the time were such likes as uh, Marvel rolls out the B team. You know, Robert Downey Jr. like wasn't very well respected at the time and he fucking nailed it Tony Stark is fucking he's going to go down in the history of legends of superhero movies whether they die out like Ross thinks they will like cowboy films or not Robert Downey Jr. is always going to be linked to them in some form or another Um, so number 7 was uh, Iron Man number 6 is Captain America the first Avenger which I preferred over the second one but that's just a personal choice I really liked um the or again most of these I prefer origin stories to sequels but yes I liked uh, Captain America going through the different time periods I liked the subtitle of the first Avenger um, loved the Steve Rogers by uh, Chris Evans and Bucky was obviously introduced in this movie as well absolutely great and obviously at the, at the end of the movie we get sort of a flash forward and obviously during this we meet um, Agent Peggy Carter as well and uh, is this the second or third incarnation of an actor playing Iron Man's dad? But, <laughs> yeah, Captain America, the first Avenger, I just really enjoyed. Um, mostly because Chris Evans never bothered to get back into that shape ever again. <laughs> uh, number five is the... This one could eventually be replaced with, obviously, other things, because there's films coming out this year that might move this list up and down. Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Don't care what people say. Mm. I, I really enjoyed uh, this as a huge Spider-Man fan because it followed more along the Hulk. <laughs> However, obviously, the new Spider-Man movie looks more going down the ultimate line with Ganke and stuff like that. Um, Andrew Garfield, like, although people hate the films now, these films were fucking seen as the saviors of Spider-Man at the time. Um, the first one was, Spider-Man, yeah, 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 the first one was, and the game was incredible for it as well. Yeah. Um, 
So, like, uh, this movie, I just really liked his cheekiness. You know, we never seen that with Tobey Maguire, weepy face, rapey dancer. we just seen um, a 30-year-old trying to play a high school kid in that one. This time, it's like an early 20-year-old playing a high school kid. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just liked it. I liked his cheekiness, that, that bit when he's in the back with the robber, and he's like, you've got a nerve, and he's, like, locking up the windows, and, like, it was just badass as Spider-Man. It's a shame that they never got a third one, at least, to finish that off before Homecoming, but, yep, amazing Spider-Man. At number four is Batman, Michael Keaton, original Batman movie starring the best Joker on screen, Jack Nicholson, in my opinion, Um, Prince's soundtrack, and the scene with the art gallery. Absolutely love this movie. He's probably my favourite look of Batman and Batmobile that's been on screen so far is this one. I do dig Ben Affleck's sort of suit, but I just love the Michael Keaton suit, pre-Bat nipples, obviously, and... (laughs) The original Batmobile was just badass, man. I absolutely love this film, love the set, and Tim Burton nailed it with this one. Tim Burton's second one was uh, kind of more Tim Burton-y. He got more free reign, clearly, with that one, and I didn't enjoy it as much as some people. Um, but, yeah, I just love Batman 89. I've got it down here. Um, number three, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I had to. Th- this is the one I had to think about most of. I was like... Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but it is a great, great film. However, again, it's another perfect origin story. It's the film, again, that Marvel took a long shot with, an unknown comic book with not really that big a names outside of Zoe Saldana, you know, in, in the first movie anyway, as the main cast. And the two big names were not on screen. They were just voices, you know, Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel. But everything in that movie clicked. And thanks to them, Marvel are going to be able to take more and more risks. And it's just a hilarious movie. Far better soundtrack than the second one. And everything just clicked. It's a film that shouldn't have worked, but did. Um, and it's made Guardians of the Galaxy go from who the fuck are they to like children's favourite superheroes, which is amazing that a film can do it. So hats off to James Gunn for that. At number two, we have Deadpool. Deadpool is obviously a passion project from Ryan Reynolds. It wasn't filmed with the biggest of budgets. It's the first 18 movie that... Uh, what was it? There was something about... It was the most... It was the highest selling R-rated movie of all time, I believe, not just superhero movie. Um, Ryan Reynolds, obviously, we know he has loved Deadpool from uh, when he was a child, and he played Wade Wilson in Wolverine Origins. And I mean, his Wade Wilson portrayal was actually really good in that movie. Mm. He had the salute down the lot, but to give him this movie and to let them have as free reign as as much free reign as they did. I, I was blown away that this mo- it was a fucking Deadpool movie for Deadpool fans none of it was really done for the studio none of it was really done to please people we had references to which one are we going to see McAvoy or Stuart I loved like the fucking in jokes Ryan Reynolds has got him down to a T you can tell that he loves this character I'm quite sure he put quite a bit of his money into producing remember the original sort of um, oh, the footage trailer that- thing yeah yeah he he paid a lot for a lot of his own money to get that out to get the the ball rolling and what a film it is, and at number one uh, is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, of course. Wonder Woman. Uh, for the moment, I want to see this about twenty times. Like honestly, not that I think. I don't. I don't have as bad an opinion of the DC movie universe as other people. I think the films were enjoyable enough. But then a film like Wonder Woman comes along and you're like, okay, there's a new bar for the DC movie universe. Um, and it's going to be very hard to top it. If you've seen the movie, you'll probably agree with me. Um, even once this list gets moved about, it's going to be very difficult for even Spider-Man Homecoming to top Wonder Woman at the moment. Um, 
so that's incredible that it's a character that I'm going to be honest I don't have much interest in but for the movie to get me that much that I was like everything fucking worked in this movie there was no pointless filler bits there was humour in it but not too much humour there was action in it but it wasn't just oh my god my eyes are sore from all the action I just I just loved every minute of it and it's deservedly sitting at my number one so that was mine I'm going to pass you over to Ross now yeah so I've got a contentious list so at number at number ten, I've got Kickass down. Okay, which you know I I enjoyed Kickass. A lot of good people movie. didn't, and uh, I mean it probably helps that the graphic novel is really really good, and I think that's kind of swayed my opinion to have it in the top ten. But I enjoyed it. Nicholas Cage's character was pretty cool, and I kind of liked how the story unfolded as well. When it turned out that he was literally was just a deranged guy, it was quite fun. Um, number nine, I've got the Avengers down. Which yeah, I enjoyed it because it was one of the first. <laughs> it was one of the first kind of like team up superhero films, so I kind of I felt like I had to have a mention in the top ten. Uh, number eight, I've got Guardians of the Galaxy down because uh, I did like that. The soundtrack was pretty kick ass. Uh, number seven, I've got the nineteen eighty nine Batman down. Number yeah. seven, <laughs> of course. How how can I not have it? Although I'm ashamed that that I put it down at number seven, but it kind of got edged out by a few others. Now number six is a point of contention because I wasn't sure about the rules. So I've got two sitting at number six, depending <laughs> on how it goes. Right? right now, my original choice for number six was Dread. That's fine. Is that fine? Yeah. All right. It's, cool. a, com- well, yeah. it's a comic movie, of course. All right, good, good, good. Because it was superheroes, I wasn't sure if you would count Dread as a superhero or whether uh, no. or not. Yeah, well, Deadpool was was the second one that was in number six, but no, Dread for me, uh, number six, definitely. I fucking love Dread. I really hope that the TV show that's coming out for it, they managed to get um, Carl Auburn uh, to play Dread again because he was fucking perfect for the role. I've not, I've not seen it yet, still. Oh man, it's fucking amazing. It's it's the only film as well that I'll watch in three D because it was made for 3D with the way that everything was like set out and it was perfect watching it in 3D as well but even Tavis's alone was better still awesome what's that? Tavis's alone was better Tavis's alone was a good film but I've heard otherwise Andy from most people (laughs) (laughs) I know I really enjoyed Dread so it's definitely number 6 number 5 I've got Wonder Woman down I felt that it it certainly was a strong contender to be uh, certainly up there in the top 3 but I felt number 5 because it's a new uh, film I need to give it a couple of more views before I can really determine whether or not it should be deserving in my top three. <laughs> okay. uh, number four, I've got Watchmen. Yeah, uh, I good. really enjoyed Watchmen, actually. Like, you know, I really, really did. And I thought Zack Snyder actually did a really good job in bringing Watchmen to the big screen because it was seen back then as a graphic novel that was, like, unfilmable. It was basically what it was seen as. And seeing it getting brought into the big screen was pretty, uh, was pretty cool. Uh, number three... I've got uh, The Dark Knight down at number three. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, The Dark Knight was bloody good. I was going to put that at number one, but after a while, I was like, nah, The Dark Knight is definitely going to be sitting at number three. Because at number two, now I don't know if any of you have seen this film, but it's a bloody good film. It's called Super. I know what it is, yeah. Right? And basically, Super was the film that got James Gunn the job for Guardians of the Galaxy, Hmm. right? And it's a fucking phenomenal film. It's basically about this guy whose wife is a, is a drug addict, right? And she gets taken, well, she gets voluntary taken because she's addicted to drugs by Kevin Bacon, who's this mafia boss, right? 
So the husband decides to kind of take matters into his own hands and he becomes like a street fighting superhero to try and take down the mob that have got his wife because his wife is just addicted to drugs. And it's a proper fucked up film. Like, and uh, that, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ellen Page is in it as well, who yeah. beca- who's like a comic book nerd who really wants to become like his sidekick. And also, I won't spoil much about it because it actually is a proper shocking film. Like, there's a couple of moments in it where like, fuck me sideways. Like, it proper takes a dark turn. And it's, it's a dark comedy as well. And it is really, really good. And I highly recommend it to anyone that wants to kind of see what James Gunn did before Guardians of the Galaxy, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen Slither already. Um, so, yeah, like, Super's definitely one to kind of see. You can kind of see his certain kind of... Uh, qualities coming through super that would obviously be seen in guardians of the galaxy so it's definitely number two and number one i've got batman begins down as number one uh, yeah that was a good one to me i just to me batman Begins just holds a special place because obviously it was like the first batman film i managed to kind of like you know the first series batman film i saw in the cinema excluding i mean to be fair batman forever was originally number one but then i thought i'd just get laughed at so i put batman <laughs> begins in <laughs> <laughs> But no, See, Batman. I, I went the total opposite with my list. I went, oh, I better not put Green Lantern. And then I went, no, fuck it, because that's the right. <laughs> to be fair, when I first wrote it down, I actually had Batman Forever. Then I scored out Forever and put Begins in at the last minute. <laughs> but no, no, Batman Begins for me because it was a great, uh, it was a great origin story for Batman, you know, yeah. and uh, it was absolutely flawless, perfect, great twist in the end with Liam Neeson and everything. And well, when I say twist, I mean I'm pretty sure everyone called it except for me because I love them refusing to believe in obvious twists to be surprised but no i really enjoyed batman begins and i really feel that it's uh, leaps and bounds ahead of the dark knight as well like 100 percent, because it just had everything you possibly wanted in batman begin uh, you know for batman and stuff you know and it was great seeing like a villain like scarecrow being brought into the kind of the limelight rather than your usual kind of like jokers riddlers and stuff like that you know it's really good so yeah that's my top 10 uh, that would have gone in a wee bit more depth, but my voice is killing me right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> not a problem, Andrew. Okay, so at uh, number ten, I have Batman Returns, that classic movie. Danny DeVito oh. is the Penguin. That <laughs> is actually pretty good. I like that movie and the Catwoman and that. Isn't it? It's good. It's the bit when he eats the fish, man. It's just like yeah, it's brilliant. Like I, when I, uh, I think I just like the Penguin <laughs> when he bites the guy's nose off. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, number nine uh, Doctor Strange just uh, an absolute fucking spectacle of a movie that so good it was terrible it was not terrible it was fucking horrible good. film no one cared about it Num- number eight number eight X-Men First Class yeah uh, uh, great great movie they, they did a good job of like reinventing that franchise and making it like something different and not like because I think like X-Men the original ones well, they're good movies, but they just kind of played it safe. Like especially like the third movie tried to do all sorts of things and, and was terrible. But the first two movies like they were good, but they just kind of played it safe. And First Class was like a total departure from those, and uh, just a kind of really good movie in its own right. Uh, yeah. Number number seven, Batman Forever. Nice. I even had that playing at my <laughs> wedding, not because of me, but because it's the wife's favorite Batman yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but but most most of for me it's to do with the Riddler. Like I fucking loved the Riddler in that in that movie, man. He, he was so well done by Jim Carrey. So well. Done. I liked Robin. Like, yeah, I mean I liked Robin and, and like uh, Val Kilmer. I thought was uh, pretty good as Batman. But um, yeah. 
but like Riddler made the the movie for me. Uh, number six, Ant Man. The big black bird. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I have to put Ant Man in it because I fucking love Ant Man. Even though the movie film. was not, it wasn't the best movie, but like it yeah, they went through some hell in development though. <laughs> yeah, it, it did a good job of like making an Ant Man movie like watchable and believable. So kudos to it for that. Um, number five, Giant Man, the movie, aka Captain America: Civil War, which is the, the sequel to Ant Man. <laughs> Or the 1.5. Uh, getting Shut to, up, Andy. Getting to see Giant Man was just awesome. Like, I will tell you that. See how everybody goes nuts at that airport scene? Hmm. The fight on the beach with Zons and Wonder Woman blows it away. Okay. Just... Yeah. I, don't know if it would, I don't know if it would blow me away as much because it doesn't have fucking Giant Man in it. You'd want Giant Man to blow you. Yeah, you oh, would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, number four, Deadpool. Well, like you guys have said, such a yeah. good movie. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, good soundtrack f- as well. It gets over yeah. quite a lot. Yeah, really good soundtrack. Um, very edgy soundtrack as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, number number three, Iron Man 2. That's the one I like. Yeah, which is... Yeah, I mean, most people don't like it, but you've got like the introduction of Black Widow... And that's all you need. You don't need anything else in the movie. <laughs> but no, I, I liked it. And they had like it was the whole lead up to Avengers and uh, you had Nick Fury and everything in it. And I, I, I just thought the movie was great overall. Uh, and I don't think that movie gets enough praise because everybody like says it's, it's shit. shit. <laughs> it's, it's not shit. It's fucking good. <laughs> and number two, number two, Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, good, yes. amazing, amazing soundtrack. Great characters. Um, and and I did know who the Guardians of the Galaxy were before. The movie came out. I'm saying normal people. I knew who they were as no, well. No, no. Most, most cinema goers and even some comic fans are like, them, really? They're getting a film? Why? Yeah. I didn't know who they were. Mm. But, but I mean, it, like, once, once you see the movie and um, once you read their comic books and that, you're like, okay, well, I see why they made a movie of this. And it, it's a great fucking movie. And uh, yes. number, number one, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. The, the greatest yeah. comic book movie of all time. <laughs> it, it's, that's a false. It, that's it, a false. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And the, the way it ties into Age of Shield is just insane. It's the only reason you like it. No, it's a great movie. <laughs> Absolutely love it. That, that twist. Oh man, that twist. So good. It's shite. But that's my top. It's just shite. <laughs> Predictable cool. as usual, Andy. Yeah, I knew it'd be when a soldier would be number one. It's annoying yeah. because it's never going to change. <laughs> Until Ant Man and Wasp come out, I think that yeah, well, Ant- Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp. Okay. Should anyway, that number one already, man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, honestly though, I'd, I'd tell you, going audience get a deal just now, Andy. If you go Monday to Friday, if you're off before five o'clock, it's only four fifty. Go, go and see Wonder Woman. Oh, I'm going to. I'm pl- I plan to go and see it this week, hopefully. Yeah, but yeah, that was our top ten superhero list. We're going to do them again at the end of the le- uh, end of the year, end of the year, once the likes of the GLA's out and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and such like and we're going to see how they compare to the list that we've done tonight okay so that's the end of Big Screen We Screen now let's get on to Level Up and this is the part of the show where this week it's all about E3 yeah E3 E3 happened all the press conferences happened happened. and yeah Nintendo won not as good as the previous years (laughs) guys were just fucking Nintendo won 100% they won in half an hour they done better than Sony and Microsoft done in like 3 hours each 
in that hour oh, of the Nintendo conference, there was over a hundred messages. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was fucking trying to sleep, and then like, I woke up and I saw like a hundred messages. What the fuck are you guys going on about? And I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, like, how, how, do you, how do you want to run through this? Do you want to, how do you want to do it? Okay, so the other night, me and Andy done. We were meant to do the PlayStation last night, but we'd done Xbox because um, I get too drunk and fell asleep. And it was like, what, three in the morning when I fell asleep or something? The conference was still going. Um, is there any news to cover? We'll blast through that first, and then we'll, then we'll do E3, we'll run down games, highlights, lowlights, and then all about Nintendo, which is the highlight section. I mean, I mean like, I mean, we did post a few things, but a lot of it like ties into like, the E3 sort of stuff. And I don't know if there's anything that's necessarily as interesting as. Uh... So yeah. we'll just run down E3. You do a brief rundown of PlayStation and Microsoft, and then Nintendo. Or right. if you want to cover PC as well, um, do that too. And then Ali and I, I, I'll just come in with their opinions. I didn't yeah. watch the uh, the PC one at all. Like, no, no. Did you watch the PC press thing, Ross? Uh yeah, I did. I watched a wee bit of it, and then I read a rundown overall. It was <laughs> it was probably the best one that they've done, but uh, it was still you know. Uh, predictable is probably because I, I was going on and on about it last week and I think the word I was meant to try and come out was predictable that's basically mm. what it is it's just everything that you could possibly think of was going to come out no surprises it was just the kind of the usual guff that they come out with not guff in a bad way but you know it just you're waiting for this PC game show to come out with something good and something interesting but nah half life really. <laughs> one day <laughs> <laughs> no okay. I'm, I'm, I'm off that train now <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so let's talk Microsoft and Xbox. Xbox. They did nothing surprising. They did Xbox. nothing surprising. They did nothing. Su- Sorry, that's my song. They <laughs> did nothing surprising. I prefer the Odyssey song, but yeah, Microsoft's they did nothing surprising song because they did nothing surprising. So they, oh, in fact, do you want to do you want to do the the publishers like EA, Bethesda, Ubisoft? Nah. nah. Yeah. Now we can touch on any major titles that you feel are necessary, but FIFA's coming out yet again, surprise, surprise, and sports. <laughs> be interesting to see how that goes with the story mode, but you know, we'll see. I mean, they did show that. Like, oh, I don't know if you did. You watch that co-op one that uh, the EA announced? Ah, uh, way out. Yeah. 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 Ah, it's like, pretty good. That I'm definitely going to get it, and I'll probably just end up playing it with Ali when we're both pissed to see who can kill each other first before we get out of prison. <laughs> that's essentially what happened when I play with any of you you know <laughs> but no it's quite interesting I read in a wee bit more and it's not just about escaping prison supposedly there's a good wee chunk of it is all about you kind of trying to survive in the run and stuff like that as well so yes, uh, it's like Prison Break season 1 and 2 combined by the looks of it uh, it looks very good so like that definitely appeals to me um, like Bethesda just announced Evil Within 2 and uh, the Wolfenstein 2 Wolfenstein 2 yeah as, as expected Wolfenstein 2 looks pretty good and they're basically trying to milk Skyrim dry, man. I mean, honestly, see in 10 years' time, it's going to be like, and now on the PS10, it's Skyrim, the <laughs> you know, no, the Skyrim, the 12K oh remastered do, edition. Do you know what's so funny about engine. Skyrim, right? Like, during Bethesda's conference, they had three trailers for different Skyrims, like, different things to do with Skyrim. There's three only, trailers, there's plus... Need, there's only one that you need to play, and that's the one where you can be fucking Link. <laughs> and and they also then had one during Sony's press conference. This game, this is a fucking five, what five six year old game, and it's already had old. a re- yeah, it's already had a remaster. Like, why are you still like doing things for it? Make new games, please. Make make, this, make the next Elder Scrolls. Like, 
Yeah, like make Eros real sick. Stop fucking churning Skyrim out over and over and over. They didn't even need to show anything. Should have just announced that they were working on Elder Elder Scrolls Six. Just like a logo. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been it. that would have been enough. The fact they just kept going on about Skyrim has now just made everyone go, you know what, Bethesda, we loved you before, but now you're just being an arse with this whole fucking milk <laughs> no, and Skyrim. I, I disagree. Like I'm one of those that didn't finish the DLC and didn't finish the main campaign, so I'm quite happy. And the fact that I'm getting the reason I like uh, the Switch version is because it's handheld, it's on the go. Like that's going to be the, the most impressive version to me. Like, uh, and I do obviously love the fact that you scan the Link amiibo and you can play the game as fucking Link, which changes the whole my whole thing for it do you know what i mean instead of random rpg character five i can play as skyrim as link but it's not like they're gonna it's not like there's gonna be like a fairy that comes up and goes hey listen or anything I like that don't give a shit there wasn't one of them in breath of the world either so well no but i mean you're not gonna be like link you're gonna uh, yes i am i'm going to be exactly like link. it's still link well no you can still tailor your entire link character yeah of course link. you can yeah, and you get the suit, and you get the master sword, and the shield. So, motherfucker, I'm Link. But you need an amiibo to do it. Yeah, I, I, well, get, I, I did something naughty. Um, oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, they I got an email saying they've been pulled from eBay, but more will still be sent. Basically, um, yeah, what happens is uh, guys make amiibo cards, and like I, Nintendo of themselves to blame. I would have happily went out and bought the Link amiibo. But because they made them in short supply and because everybody needs them now, like they're sold out or they're on eBay for ridiculous prices. So for £15, I've got Amiibo cards, which contain all the Link Amiibos. And don't get me wrong, once they eventually come out, I do want the figures, like the Breath of the Wild figures, but they're just simply not available. So, Oh, well. Yeah. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and what about like what about anything Ubisoft showed did, did you care about any of that stuff yeah the pirate game yeah which is we've been needing for a while but that, that has to have a solo campaign they can't bring that out as for honour on ships because that's yeah. not going to last yeah. I like that everybody's got their own ship but I would rather they had some sort of campaign or at least some sort of story mode to accompany the online Yeah. otherwise I, I, I don't think I care about gonna... yeah unless you can get off See the ships yeah, if you can't go off, the, I've seen I've seen the boarding, but it didn't. It looked more like a cutscene. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah, yeah. So like, I really hope that you get um, you can go off the ship because if you can't, that's kind of bollocks. Whereas in Sea of Thieves is going to walk all over it if that's the case because it's got its own campaign, and this one looks like you've got your own ship, you know, and you you you, you sail in a fleet, which is cool to me. But on Sea of Thieves, like myself, Ross, you, and two others would be on the same boat, you know what I mean, doing different actions. Whereas this is basically assassin. Assassin's Creed Black Flag multiplayer on on the ocean, do you know what I mean? Hmm, yep. So I, I'm okay with it, like I'm cool and I'm sure I heard Silver being mentioned so I hope that they've got pirates like Silver and Flint that would be badass um, but we'll need to wait and see, I'm buying it I don't give, give a fuck, like I'm quite happy I hope pirate games replace all the fucking zombie games to be honest with you Yeah, I agree with you though yeah. um, Ubisoft also announced the crew too that nobody cares about uh, and they did show one game that I was really interested by. It's a game called Starlink Battle for Atlas. Right? It, it doesn't have this... it. doesn't have what? Link in it. It doesn't have Link in it, but what it does have is it's like, it's sort of like, it kind of reminds me of Skylanders, but it's more for like grown ups. So oh, yeah, I did is, see this. Yeah, so like you attach like toys to your uh, controller. So like if you've got like, because like, they showed it off of like the Switch and it's got like some contraption that you attach to like your controller. And then you like click toys onto it, 
like and you can kind of build them and customize them and put different weapons and stuff on them so like that that really pulls me because i like lego especially if you can like make different versions of the toy and it like changes it in the in the game like that's really interesting but they did say that you can either do it like in game or you can do it by like buying the parts for it so i, I think that looks really cool because i'd like to have like a little ship on my shelf that i can just pull down and put in the game like the actual game itself i don't know what it what it is i don't care like i just like the fact that you can like put a toy in the game i'm all about yeah that. i'm fine with lego dimensions uh, yeah, and uh, they also, they also announced uh, Beyond or re-announced really Beyond Good and Evil Two. I stand beyond interest, man. Fuck off. <laughs> do you know, like, uh, did you watch the trailer for this? Yes. It lo- do you not think it looks fucking amazing? No, I do not. I, I think it looks absolutely incredible. Like, obviously, that's not gameplay footage; it's just a, a like a cutscene essentially. But yeah. uh, the the graphics looked amazing. I loved the idea of the world. And, like, I never really played the first one, per se. Well, I played it a little bit, but I never really got into it. But this looks really cool. It's like a prequel to the uh, to the original game, which is strange that it's called 2, but so be it. Um, and I think it's obviously been completely reworked, because when they first announced that they were doing, like, a new a new Beyond Good and Evil 2, like, years ago, it was this like, supposed cool. to be the same character. Yeah, yeah, I know. Too late, yeah. Who gives a shit, man? It's not like bringing Sonic back, which everyone actually wants. It's like a fucking cult yeah, game. No. That, this is going to come out like Mirror's Edge Two, and everyone's going to go, "Yeah, they fucked up. No one cares now." I, I don't. I don't think so. Like from this trailer, like I'm fucking absolutely all in on this game day one. Like it looked absolutely amazing. Like I love the Good. idea of this. These these like foul mouthed animal pig monkey things. Like oh, brilliant. It looks brilliant. Cool. I'll, I'll buy day one. Like after seeing that trailer. That's more Ross, than you cup. any interest? In? <laughs> No, nah, no interest at all in that game. I just don't see the point in it. I mean, yeah. basically, it just sounds like the guy is... Uh, everyone's just going to feel sorry for him because it's taken so late to get the game out that everyone's just going to buy it out of pay rather than buying it because they want to have the game out. Yeah. Uh, well, see, that's not me, though. Like, I want to buy it because it looks fucking interesting. <laughs> like, the trailer was amazing. This is the best trailer I've seen all weekend. Uh, yeah, no, it was meh to me. <sighs> okay, moving on, then, uh, on to Microsoft. Microsoft. So they announced the Xbox One X, which is a terrible name because like S and X sound very similar. So you're gonna get people going, "Oh, can I get an Xbox One X?" And then you pull out an Xbox One S, and there will be all sorts of confusion. So they announced that it's coming. Uh, it's obviously the Scorpio, blah blah blah, four uh, K, all, all that, all that, all that stuff. Yeah, Scorpio is kind of a better name, but they could have come up with something much better. Like just call it, just call it Xbox. Like, you just call it the Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah, they could. I mean, they need to it keep the Xbox funny. brand going, but yeah. It's anyway, um, Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. I mean, idiots, man. I can't. I don't. I don't understand what Microsoft are doing. See, I was reading a lot into it today about that exclusive terminology that I kind of mentioned to you guys mm-hmm. on WhatsApp. Yeah. And I, I figured it out, like, just via you know, reading articles and, like, you know, reading how, like, journalists are portraying it. Turns out, or it's looking likely, that Microsoft are using the word exclusive, right, in order to say that it's a console exclusive now. Because there was such a backlash of people saying, oh, console exclusive, they're just using the word exclusive. So actually, in terms of the Battlegrounds thing, it's actually coming out on PC before Xbox. It's coming out, you know, when it's normally supposed to be coming out, which is in August, I think. But the reason why they said exclusive to Xbox One is because it's due to come out in PS4, but not until Xbox One have had a good, you know, chunk with it. So, but in order to kind of like, you know, 
make people think, oh, it's more exclusive than it actually is. They've just used the word exclusive to Xbox One. And that's why everyone, well, that's why a lot of people that I've been reading through forums and stuff are all, like, raising their eyebrows going, eh, what the hell is that supposed to mean? You're now changing the definition of the word exclusive. Well, that seems you cannot to be do that, Microsoft. You cannot change yeah, the definition uh, of a word. That seems to be what how they're trying to play these things, you know, like, mm. when they just say exclusive, it's actually still coming out to all these other platforms. It's just coming out to Xbox One first, uh, with PC being the exclusion, because... Which know, is why you're better off with Nintendo, because their exclusives are actually exclusives. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere yeah. else. But, yes, anyway, moving on. Xbox, if you want to hear my coverage on it, then I've done a podcast on it. Listen to that. I'm not going to do any more time on Xbox. Uh, the, the console is 4.50 and it's launching November 7th. Yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, did any of the games like Catch You has been interesting, Ross? Mm-hmm. You, went, you went on with us. Oh, yeah. What, in the Microsoft? Yeah, game? yeah. Uh, nah, not really, to be honest. I mean, I don't have an Xbox, so nothing they were coming out with. No, but all, all of those Xbox games are coming out on PC as well. Like all. Yeah, I know. I know, but like so. no, there's nothing really... Well, no, that's the thing, is that even if they're coming See out... Thieves? If they're coming out on PC, though, you have to use the Windows 10 store in order yeah. to, to purchase them. And fuck using that store. That store is god-awful to navigate. And I ain't going to use that because every time you try and purchase something from that store, it automatically downloads free-to-play games and installs them without you telling it to do that. So before you know it, you've got, like, fucking Candy Crush sitting in your fucking computer. Mm-hmm. And it's a nightmare to get taken off because they're just pushing you with adverts and ads and stuff like that in order to try and... You know, make some money off the store. So until they change up how the Windows Store works, they, they can fuck off. They're not getting my money. I'll stick with Steve. <laughs> GOG. What about Sea of Thieves, Ross? How will you play Sea of Thieves? Uh, what I'll probably do is uh, at some point, once Sea of Thieves actually comes out, because I'm assuming is it next year it comes out? Yeah. yeah. So by that point, I'll either just get a cheap ass Xbox One S or I'll get an Xbox X or whatever it's going to be called. Or whatever. It, well, I know it's going to be called that, but you know what that, I mean. That is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Sorry, I'm just oh, I'm all over the place just now. But yeah, uh, I probably will just end up purchasing an Xbox just for Sea of Thieves next year. Hmm. Uh, just do it that way rather than having to, you know, destroy my PC by using it. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's my uh, take on Microsoft. And that's quite rightly. Uh, Ali said uh, we're all kind of like pissed off at Microsoft to the point where what's the point of wasting our breath on them anymore did uh, did you see Anthem which is the new game from Bioware yeah it looks alright it's Mass Effect Online really there was nothing there like it was just what a minute minute and a half of what no gameplay nothing like no, no, what's, they, what's showed the fucking... they showed like a good six minutes of gameplay I didn't see the gameplay, but I just saw what that fucking trailer was going. Well, it's not really enticing me into anything. So like, yeah, well, that. that that was that was at EA. They just showed a teaser and said, "Come back for gameplay at Microsoft." But they oh, showed oh, gameplay okay. for it. I mean, it basically looks like, like I said, like Mass Effect, like cross with Destiny essentially. Uh, but it looks pretty cool. Like, it could be fun. Yeah, but I've got a console that's full of fun that I don't need to risk. It could be fun games anymore. So, and Microsoft played it. I would say they played it safe the whole conference. They didn't surprise me. They did announce the games they needed to. They gave dates for the likes of Cuphead, finally, and stuff. But I mean, like, I was not like, oh my god, that's the reason I've got an Xbox by the end of it. Not at all. To be honest, like, it's not just Microsoft, but ever Sony since, as well. Ever since Alien Colonial Marines and No Man's Sky, <laughs> I'm 100% not even listening to anything that people say on an E3 when those conferences. Like, I've been burnt too many times with all the promises you get and that nothing comes through that anything that is said or announced, I'm just like, so I'll wait until I actually see it physically released 
and played in order to kind of check out and make a decision, you know. Sorry, I'm, I'm in a proper... Such a skeptic, and a <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my, Microsoft, I mean, they showed me enough to say, okay, there's enough exclusives here or, like, things that are not on PlayStation for me to want to, like, pick up another Xbox, but probably not an X. No, I'm not getting it anymore, day one. Yeah, they, I mean, certainly, like, they certainly didn't sell us on an Xbox One X anyway. No, yeah, no. I mean, like, the only reason to have an Xbox One X is if you've got a 4K TV, just like yes, PS, PS4 Pro as well. Like, Well... I wouldn't say so. Like, if you've got an Xbox One S, then there's no need to get an Xbox One X. Like, no. but yeah. PS4 Pro is a significant difference from the launch models and running of games. But yeah. if you've got an Xbox One X, uh, an Xbox One S, there's no real need to get the S. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I mean, they, See, they we're already getting confused. Yeah, <laughs> and they do say that the games will run better on the X than they do on the S in the original <laughs> model. Like. But I mean that remains to be seen. Obviously, we haven't seen that in the world. I think the major issue with it is the the price point. Like it's like four, it's four fifty when the pro, which I mean it doesn't sound like the pro and the X are going to be that different. When the pro is only no. what three three fifty, you can probably get one yeah. cheaper than that now if you look around for a deal or like get a second oh, hand one. Uh, and that, that's a hundred pound less than buying the Xbox One X for and for yeah. us, like it's a console that we play a lot more than on on the Xbox. So definitely for myself. Um, but yeah, moving on. Um, now let's talk about Sony. Sony had a weird year this year because, like last year and the year before, were really, really strong because you had <laughs> all the big, big reveals like Shenmue Three and Final Fantasy Seven Remake and Last Guardian reannounced and all that sort of shit a couple of years ago. Then last year, you had, like God of War and whatnot. And then this year, God of War they, was the best again. Yeah, I mean, they just they showed God of War again. They showed Days Gone again. They showed Spider Man <laughs> like, again. Again, uh, I mean. They, they showed more of these games, but they didn't give any firm release dates for any of them, and none nope. of them are coming this year. Uh, they they nope. showed more Detroit that they announced already, and again, no didn't didn't give a date on it. Like, didn't even say like twenty eighteen. So that game is not coming out next year, nope. which is a bit shit. And I, I honestly thought we would have seen at least one of these big, like sort of quote unquote big <laughs> games, Spider Man of this year. Like, yeah, I mean, and we'll, we'll talk about Spider Man in a minute, but like. I honestly thought we'd get at least one of those games them saying, okay, and that game is coming out like holiday season this year, because what's their holiday game this year? Fucking Gran Turismo? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Like going toe-to-toe against a new console and fucking Mario? Like, what? Yeah, Assassin's Creed's not going to sell that well this year because of that. Call of Duty, probably. But, I mean, that's everywhere. Like, they needed like a they need an exclusive to to go up against Microsoft's it- new console. Destiny 2 or something like that? No. Isn't that PlayStation? It's not an exclusive. Time, no, it's not exclusive. I mean, they've, they've got shit that's like exclusively timed to them, like strikes and whatever, but like, that's not gonna. It doesn't. I don't think that makes people buy consoles. Like, if somebody's buying a new console this year, they're gonna buy a Switch or they're gonna buy an Xbox One X, because those are like the new shiny things. PlayStation yeah. has, like, Gran Turismo, which. It's taken about 18 years to develop because the uh, developers have been too busy with playing with their DJ decks and recording fucking yeah. 800 engine sounds. Yeah. yeah but but yeah, enough. like, did uh, they, they did sell me on one thing, though, Ali. What? They sold me on, on buying a VR, like, because okay. because all the... All the game experiences that he showed, like it was all just like, oh, here's more of more of this type of game, or more of that type of game, more of this. 
And the, on the VR games that they showed, it actually were quite compelling to me. And there are now, now more than five games that I want to play on the VR, so I will buy a VR. No, no, no. That you'll be able to finish against Skyrim hours. in there. You'll yep, finish it in five hours because it's just experience. I will not finish Skyrim in five hours. <laughs> are you really going to buy it again to play in VR? Which it's not going to look anywhere near as good as the Legendary Edition because VR can't do that well. I, I would really <laughs> hope, seeing as I've bought Skyrim. I don't know, at least four times now that they would just give it to me. You hope, but it's not going to happen, you know that. It's like, it's not. (laughs) Anyway, cool. You're getting a VR. You'll regret it. So I I, I think I'm going to buy the VR. Alright, money bags. (laughs) Anything you want to say about about Sony's announcements, Ross, before before you duck out? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I'm I'm really disappointed that Detroit didn't get a release date. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's the one game I've actually been looking forward to, and I've been playing a wee bit of Heavy Rain on my friend's console. I'm fucking loving Heavy Rain, right? Great game. And uh, you know, I'm fucking loving Heavy Rain, and I'm loving that kind of thing because it's coming from the same developers. I'm really looking forward to Detroit, and you know, not getting even as you said of 2018. It's just like, what the hell? Like, come on, guys. And that's the thing that was underwhelming about the PlayStation conference or when I read through whatever. Like, it's like nothing had release dates. Like, it's kind of going, all right, it's really cool that you guys are, are you know, having all these great games that are coming in the future. But when? Like, yeah. oh, oh, it's great that you're announcing these things, but when are we getting to play them? Like, what, what's what's going to be the scoop that's going on? And as you quite rightly said, with the Switch and the new Xbox, like, how, how the hell are they going to survive this uh, winter? You know? They're not. <laughs> not. Exactly. Yeah, you know, there was nothing at all like that they were coming out that, that's going to keep them afloat. Uh, you know, through the kind of like the Christmas period and stuff. So, but then again, you know, you never know. Maybe they might. I mean, do they not have the PSX stuff that's coming out in was September time? They've got their own conference. So they might be holding back on a whole load of stuff then. That, but that's still, not till like uh, November, December. That one. So no, all right, right. Yeah, by then, I mean it's too late to like announce again. Yeah. It's coming out like then. Aye, exactly, yeah. So basically, I feel like they've, they've kind of dropped the ball on this one for the first time because Sony's pretty good. Well, last out. year was good, but what they've done this mm. year is like exactly what Andy said. They just showed us all the same stuff again, but just new footage. And it's like, yeah, what what, what else have you done? You know, like you have to have yep. done something else, guys, but <laughs> no. Yeah, so I, yeah, a bit disappointed uh, overall, to be fair. But hey ho, these things happen. But at the end of the day, we'll probably buy all the games at some point. So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to have to duck out. I'm completely, absolutely gubbed. So sorry about this, guys. Sorry about that, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, catch us later. Uh, but, but, but no, like, uh, but, but seriously, like, though, I mean, Sony has a, a bit of a problem on its hands, like, for this holiday season. I mean, we've spoken okay. about this, bef- this before for, like, when they've had no exclusives and they've managed to, like, rumble on through with the, the regular games they've got coming. But the the problem, the other things of those years were that the other companies didn't have like big games going up against them. Like this year, you do, like so they're fucked. I mean, maybe I mean you might say Microsoft doesn't have any big games, right? But they do have like a new Forza game coming. They've got like Crackdown Three. They've got like well, they don't have Sea of Thieves anymore. But I mean, they've got these like exclusive to Microsoft, uh, yes, games um, that Sony just doesn't have this year. And I mean, like Gran Turismo is it? And fucking Knack? Are you joking? Yeah. Like you need like a big like first party or or even third party exclusive like game to come out and to go bang there you go there's the game 
this is the game oh, that you should because the danger is the danger is right that people go oh look I'd really like to play Crackdown there's nothing coming out of my PS4 right now I'll just I'll trade just, it I'll just trade it and I'll get an Xbox One X and yeah, so or they're like, Crackdown on that you know or they just or go oh, look at this Zelda I've never played Zelda, that Zelda yet let's mm. try it or oh look at this fucking Mario game yeah. And that's going to happen this year. We're going to get a lot mm-hmm. of PS4s traded in at the end of the year because, like what you've just said, with the likes of Crackdown, with the likes of everything else, people are just going to go, PlayStation. everything that I wanted on PlayStation, I can play on Xbox. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, the Xbox have even got more exclusive. Like, it's vice versa as to what happened the last time. Like, mm-hmm. Xbox for the past six months have had no exclusives, and now they've shown us them. It's like... Mm-hmm. Okay, so now Sony's getting nothing. Like, what, yeah. what's that all and about? Things, things like Cuphead and stuff like that that people like know about and yeah. have been excited about for a long time. And, like most of the people that are excited about it, probably not PC gamers, so they're probably going to want to get it on Xbox, not coming to PS4 oh, yeah. as as far as we know anyway. That so I mean, like a hundred percent, people will like ditch their uh, ditch their PS4, buy an Xbox One or a Switch um, this holiday. I, I guarantee it. Oh yeah. And I mean, for for me, the like the only game that I saw that was really of interest to me that's coming out on PS4, like even like as well as the Xbox, is uh, Life is Strange. Yeah, like, but again, oh, that's, that's not an exclusive. That's not no, not at all. What the cons? What the, because the Xbox and the PS4 are no matter what people say, very similar machines. Mm. The thing that separates them is their exclusives, and Sony yep. don't seem to have them this year or next year. By the look no, of it, I, I think <clears throat> it looks to me like the they've spunked all their exclusives in the early part of the year. No, what they've done is spunked the R and D on VR, and they kind of fuck for it. Well, yeah, but I mean, like they they did ha- they have had like four or five like great exclusives already this year, like Neo and uh, Horizon and uh, Persona and whatnot. They already had Again, those out. Yeah, out like Nintendo are doing really yeah. well to make people want to keep your console because anytime you want to go and trade your Switch and you turn around and go, I better check and see what's coming out. There's going to be something the next month that you want. Mm. Yep. So it's never going to be a chance where you go, oh, "There's nothing out for three months. I'll just trade it." Because that's how people's minds work, as you know, because we serve and deal with those people constantly, and we are gamers ourselves. If you've got a console there that you could get money for to buy games for your other machine, and you're not playing that console, if you own more than one, then you're going to swap it in. And those sort of people have often got friends that they say, oh, I'm not playing on the PlayStation 4 anymore, I've got an Xbox. All their friends are going to do the exact same thing. I've, I've, I've done it myself with the Xbox One like yep. last year there was no games for me to play on it so I ditched it um, will that happen to me with PS4 highly unlikely because I'm, I'm very very loyal to Sony but uh, but I, I will I will pick up a, an Xbox an Xbox One this year because there are quite a number of games uh, in amongst that that I do want to play like things like Cuphead and whatnot. so like Xbox convinced like Microsoft can, did convince me to buy another Xbox One but just not the X because I don't need to have like they're 4K things. Yeah. I'll happily spend half the money and get like a, a, a still a very good experience in subway PlayStation games. Just now, the best option for an Xbox is just buy the S. That's your best and cheapest option. Well, unless you buy an original. But I mean, like if you're wanting to get an Xbox just now, buy the S. You're not going to miss that much. I don't think personally. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really like the original Xbox One model. It's fucking an absolute beast. It's so cumbersome. Monstrosity, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so the, huge. The, if you shop around, you can get the S for under £200 right now. So, yeah. why, why are you going to spend double when, uh, more than double that just to get roughly the same experience unless your TV costs over like £1,000 and is over 55 inch at the moment? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
but but yeah. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's move on and talk about uh, talk about Nintendo. Nintendo. Okay, so Nintendo. Uh, on the lead up to Nintendo's thing, I was even thinking <sighs> they've only got half an hour. They are not going to have enough time to do everything. People online were laughing, going, "Nintendo can't even E three like do you even E three, bro?" All those things were going about. It's like half an hour. I, I on the Xbox one that we done, me and you predicted what would be, oh, imagine they'd done this. We'd done a hypothetical fantasy E3 for them. Mm. Bar two games, they'd done it. They'd done it. <laughs> within within 10 minutes, they did not waste time. Like Big Reggie said, he wanted it out to the point. We wanted to show you why you've got a Switch, what's coming in the future, what's coming in the upcoming months. They didn't waste time in Splatoon 2, which I loved because they could have done that easily and they've done it before. Yep. They didn't They didn't waste time in arms. They've done exactly as Andy said, mentioned, all Reggie said is, it's out in two days. They, they just went, bam, 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 bam. Oh, to, 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 to. Ah, some of our games are coming out and we'd like you to play a great adventure. That's basically what happened. And then bam, 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 games, 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 games. And oh my God, within 10 minutes of that thing, they'd won E3 for me. I love, I know it's kind of working titles just now, but I'll let you talk about the games in depth. I'll just cover overall. I love that it's just Yoshi, Kirby, fucking good. I like that. Never mind, don't get me wrong, they might end up coming out with silly subtitles, but I love the idea of just Yoshi. Like at the time when you used to just be able to play Mario. Do you know what I mean? Like that's cool to me. It's bringing it back to its basics. It's almost like quasi refreshing the series just with this title change. Um, every game that I wanted to see is coming out and more. Like my fantasy game, uh, I, if you tune in, I still recommend you listen to our coverage. But like I did say, oh my God, they would win E3 if they just did like Metroid 2018. And they, they, fuck, they only just fucking done it. <laughs> they, they, came out they, didn't say, they didn't say a date but they did say Metroid Prime yeah, 4 specifically yeah Metroid Prime 4 so it's a continuation of the fantastic three first per- person ones then during the treehouse they dropped another bombshell that the 2D Metroid is coming to the 3DS which like if I wasn't going to buy one again already when the 2DS XL comes out holy fuck this game looks amazing Andy like it's proper hmm. 2D Metroid like how it should be it's no fucking stupid like Force Heroes or whatever the last one was they've listened to the fans yet again and they've went nope they won proper Metroid just let's give it to them and that's exactly what they've done so uh, I'll let you run through the games one by one and we'll do basically what we've done in the Xbox show yeah so um, that, that one just to point out that one is like a remake of Metroid 2 Metroid 2 yeah I know yeah. I know I, I'm fine with that but it's got new stuff and it's got more stuff to the lore it looks phenomenal and gimme <laughs> yeah so yeah they announced a new Kirby game which is a co-op Kirby game that's a 2D 2D action platformer looks fucking I, good fun like a classic I'm Kirby Ken- game Again, they listened to the fans with that because they brought out Kirby's something the last time and everyone was Kirby like, what the fuck is this oh shit? Yeah, so they're like, why can't we just get a good platform and Kirby again? And they've listened to the fans and guess what? We're getting another Kirby. I'm like, yep. I'm I'm sold on like basically, oh shit, I just dropped a rock further than I meant to. Um, I'm playing Zelda in case you can't figure it out. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I'm so fucking up for Kirby. Like, it's what I wanted. Um, Kirby's a lot of fun, and I'll happily play this online me. Yeah, um, they also showed off some of the uh, Breath of the Wild DLC stuff. Which, yep. which to be honest, it, was, it wasn't that interesting to me. I mean, the, the first one is called The Master of Trials. Uh, yep. It's coming June 30th, so just a couple of weeks away that one is now... Um, is it, now in this one is this the one that has the uh, the hero the hero mode thing like yes where you can hero path 
Path of the Hero, um, yeah. new dungeons, new enemies, difficult modes, and uh, it's got some other stuff as well. Like you can get a Korok mask to help you find the Korok seeds, which are, mm-hmm. there's a thousand, uh, nine 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 of them in the game, which is insane. insane. So that'll be help. That'll be helpful because I've got sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just like it's not a major DLC. The, the major DLC is at the end of the year, obviously, where it's got the story mode and stuff, because it was shown slightly here as well, just like a brief teaser for it. I'm happy that there's more Zelda coming out. Like I'm playing it right now. I've, I don't know how many hours I've put into it, but see, just more content. I'm I, not that I need it, but I mean, I just found a heart-shaped river there that I'd never been to with two levels right. that you had to bring together, and I'm like, oh, I've I've, I've seen that. Yep. Yeah. But I'm like, I've I've not even I've never been to this area before, and <laughs> what 80 hours in, I must say, something like that. Yeah. I, I was playing for a couple hours earlier on today. It was uh, yeah. it's so good, such a good game. It's like eating a favorite um, pizza. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and the, so the follow up DLC is called the uh, the Champions Ballad, and yes, which kind of looks like uh, it might be a prequel because obviously the champions are all old mm-hmm. or like like Zelda's thing did, and you've just woke up. So I think it might be like uh, the original fight, which which they talk about throughout the game. So I'm I'm down. Like I bought it anyway, and I'm going to pick it up for you once I can get a card, a credit card to pay for it. Because <laughs> game game don't have I've been using you know on my phone, boop, and everything. Uh, the how you can have your credit card on your phone and pay by touch. Um, because yeah. the woman at the airport broke my bank card, and I've not not been back to the bank. And game, I went in. They don't have a wireless touch thing. So, oh, yeah, no rush. Well, there is. Sorry. Well, oh, there is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. I'll get it before then for you, man. Um, okay, they also announced that uh, they also announced that like Pokemon tournament, obviously as we know, is coming out, and they showed like this this Pokemon guy, like t- I, I, I can't remember his name, but one of the developers thing is like talking away about Pokemon tournament. And I'm like, oh, fuck off to tell me your Pokemon tournament shit. And then, he, and then he just turns around and goes, oh, and we're also making like a core Pokemon game for Switch. Core full like, RPG Pokemon game for Switch. Like, are you joking me? Bang. Sold. <laughs> yes, please. It may not. It might not be like the 3DS style. It might be like more like remember Gales of Dark that came out in the GameCube and stuff like that. Like a proper console version of it rather than a handheld. Because they did say yet again that they're still considering the Switch as their main console and the 3DS mm. as their handheld. So that's cool to me if they're going to support it. And I mean, they do have the 2DS XL coming out next month. So I mean, having two Pokemon games like. I'm probably not going to buy Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun, but on the Switch, day one, midnight mm. even might have to be for that one. <laughs> do you think that? Do you think that if the joint is like a core Pokemon game, Jenk is going to have two versions? No, I don't go with two versions. No, but I mean they do it for the 3DS, so why would they not do it for Switch? Because I mean it's just as portable. You can do all the fucking swapping the the Pokemon and stuff like that. Mm, maybe. I hope not. I, but maybe. I think it could. De- I think it could definitely work. Uh, they also announced that Rocket League is coming to Switch. Okay. Uh, That's good, I've, I've, sorry, sorry, I've, sorry. I didn't mean to be so blasé <laughs> there. Fucking great move from them. Sorry. I'm. I'm in the I, middle of listening to this Bud's quest. Um, I, I thought it was. Could... A, I thought it was a bit of a surprise. Like. Uh, because I mean, there's been like sort of not rumblings about it, right? But um, it's been something that's been asked to the developers, and they've always just kind of remained like stim on it. But like, I mean, we've spoken about it, like how it would make a perfect fit for this console, and like it, it fucking does, and like it's coming out this year, which is cool as well. Oh yeah, I'll rebuy it. It's perfect. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how like how how it will work if they try and do it like cross with fucking one joy platform, Andy. Cross oh yeah, cross platform. cross platform multiplayer and stuff, and so that is fucking great. But not with uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. No, is PlayStation out of doesn't all play of with anybody else. Nope, PlayStation like, nope. only. Like, we only play with PlayStation people. <laughs> like, okay, fair enough. 
but I'm very curious to see if this will work off screen, like yeah, with one Joy-Con. Like, how would you play this with one Joy-Con? Rocket League. Well, how how would it work? Do you mean you've got your two back bumpers? I don't know that's what fine. you need. That, oh no, that's fine. You need two analog sticks for Rocket League, though, because because of the camera. You know what, you, you, you might have to use the Joy-Con grip for it. I bet that this is the first game that you need the Joy-Con grip. I mean, they, they could do it so that if you're only using one Joy-Con, it's always in, like, lock on to the ball. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. like, auto camera, and you just have to drive around. But, which, yeah, I, see that. I mean, that that's acceptable. That's, like, a... It's a limitation of the the console design if you're if you're playing it like that with the two players, which I, I would find acceptable to be able to play like two players on the one screen. Yeah, but I mean, yep. for the most part, you'd be playing this like I, like I would be playing this in fucking handheld mode, like Rocket League in handheld yep. mode. Amazing. Uh, they also announced the release date for Super Mario Odyssey, so that's coming. Yes, on. sooner than I thought. Yeah, sooner than I thought as well. October 27th, so it's going absolutely directly head-to-head with Assassin's Creed and, I think, Wolfenstein as well. I think we all know what's going to sell the most out of the three of them. After people being so bummed with Assassin's Creed, they mm-hmm. did not need Mario out the same day as them and their big comeback, you know, their hail to grace again, mm-hmm. or whatever you would want to call it. Mario comes out the same day. If I was somebody in the Assassin's Creed office, I would move that date by a week forward or a week back right now. 100%, yep. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it right now, but I would certainly be looking at the date and going, "Okay, guys, uh, we need to move that, but we can't say it right now. We need to wait like a couple of months now at this point, uh, and then change the date." We're, hold, we're holding it back to add an extra mission in or something, but we all know or, that it's because Mario. Or they can, or they can say like, "Oh, developments like progressed quicker than we expected two weeks earlier." So, so we, yeah, they need at least a week between Mario or their sales are going to be down. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, because it's out the same day at the moment, I'm not going to buy Assassin's Creed Day 1 anymore because I'll be all over Mario, and I'm not I, lying about I think, it. <laughs> I think the thing is, though, like, it's not... I don't know that it'll affect it that much, because, I mean, there's only, what, four, maybe five million switches in, in the in the, what, in the world by that point? Something like that? It's still going to affect a chunk of it. And, and if you look at the PS4, Xbox One, and I can't remember if this game's gone to PC or not, but, like, I mean, even just PS4 and Xbox One, you've got 100 million units sitting there. Basically, yeah, maybe not quite hundred, but, but like it's it's not still going to it. it's still going to eat into their sales. Assassin's Creed like, doesn't sell it doesn't sell as well as the likes of GTA and COD and stuff. You know, it's good no. seller, but because I mean, the last one I don't think sell, sold well at all. Even though uh, Syndicate was really okay, um, people are burned by this series, and they they need this to have a clear run. It like please come back. Here's why, and they're not getting it if it's coming out the same day as Mario because Switches will all be back in stock by then they will make sure of it for the Mario launch and yeah it's, I think it's going to affect it do you want Assassin's Creed this year son? no I want to get the Switch please mum get me it mm-hmm. so I want to play Mario I want to play Zelda I want to play Mario Kart of course I want to play Rocket League on the go yes of course everybody does like, kids love Rocket League as well like, oh so, they do like, it's, and it's now great. Minecraft's crossplay with Xbox as well so yep yeah it's very very clever um, mm. so yeah and, and they showed off some gameplay as well of Mario Odyssey and it looks fucking amazing like, did you see the 2 to 3D <laughs> did you I, see that I saw like quite a lot of different like bits of gameplay because uh, I watched some of the the treehouse thing that's like I think it's still going on just now yeah well it's not in Mario anymore but, um, okay uh, so in the Mario, Mario when, like, oh, looks amazing did you see did you see when uh, you go in the pipe and it's, a, it's 2D Mario like you know a link between worlds when he went 2D mm. in the wall it goes to a 2D fucking Mario stage to work your way up the tower Nice. That's I mean, why I was like, be... that is badass because that's there's... phenomenal. 
Yeah, I mean, there's going to be all sorts of things like that in in the game, and I think I, I want to try to not watch too much like gameplay of it, so I can be surprised when I actually come across this in the game. But I think it's cool. That it looks like there's this big, relatively big hub world, and you'll then New go Don- into your levels from New there. Donk City. New Donk City. I love the Donk. Donk. I donk, donk. Donkey Kong's. Donkey Kong's the mayor of it. The way they were kind of slyly wording around Donkey Kong being in the game. Probably, but Donk. I mean, come on. Shigara Donk. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> it's very close to Dong as well. <laughs> yeah, so Mario Odyssey looks like it could be a game. It's up, It's already, by the looks of it, in Game of the Year contendership. It looks phenomenal, and it could very well take away what I've given the crown to Mario 64 as the best Mario. This could significantly beat it. Yeah, this looks a lot better than Mario 64, like, even, like, just the gameplay and stuff like that. I mean, Mario 64 is a very, very good game, but it hasn't aged that well, like, when you go back and play it now. It's it still playable, in, it's still playable but enough, it, but, I mean, this just fucking looks insane. Yeah, day one, day fucking one. I really hope there's a midnight launch for it somewhere in town, or I'll be going out to Asda or somewhere to buy it, because I mm. I don't want to get it digital. I'm trying to, like, Andy, get the boxes, although there's some that I won't be able to now. Um, but, yeah. I need this game as soon as possible, basically. Yeah. Um, other things... Where's, where's my thing gone? I lost it. Yoshi? Hey, the game just called Yoshi? Yeah, new Yoshi game. It's a 2D side-scrolling game again. Looks absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely kind of 3D-ish beautiful. as well. Yeah, it definitely looks like I have like, going, in, going in and out of the background a little bit. and like It looks like you're just swapping, it, swapping in and out of the background a little bit. Um, yep. It's just like, obviously, this is their like new mechanic for for this one. But it looks... I mean, Yoshi, Yoshi's Woolly World was actually really good as well. So, it's uh, one I never got to. Continue, as long as they continue on from that. I mean, you can get that on 3DS, the, the Yoshi and Pucci's Woolly World. Same game, basically. Yeah, I'll probably pick it up when I get my 2DS next month. But I mean, like... See, to be honest, like, Microsoft, it's like, same old, same old, same old, here's the games we showed you last year, and guess what, COD's coming out, Destiny 2's coming out, and it's like, yeah, rehash, rehash. Every one of Nintendo's games, I was like, okay, I'm going to get that, oh, okay, I'm going to get that, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting that too, okay, I need to get that, okay. And it wasn't just a, all right, I need to get it, like, Star Wars Battlefront 2, still, don't get me wrong, I'm excited for Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the likes, but it's more a case of, still it's just a sequel an improvement in the last one whereas Nintendo are like look guys fresh takes look at this Mario can now possess his enemies and uh, he can do this and do that and then look look at Zelda we've made it open world this time whereas like it's like nah just we're, we're doing COD again do you know what I mean it's, well, well I mean, you, you could you could argue that like Nintendo's doing the same thing with these fran- with these. no but they franchises. always they always refresh <laughs> always no no they always refresh them like Breath of the Wild compare it to any other Zelda there's not yeah. one that you can compare it to um, Mario Odyssey looks like it's a completely different thing all they're really doing it's not just the franchises they're using characters that they've deservedly so built up a reputation of quality and Call of Duty doesn't even have that do you know what I mean and it's been around for a long time every single year so that's what I meant by with Nintendo's it was, wasn't was a case of yeah I need to get it it was like oh I want I fucking I need this game not like oh I'm going to get that like that's what I watched yeah. like Sea of Thieves even yeah I'm excited for it but it was more Mm, I'm, I'm more disappointed it's delayed but I mean with Nintendo's game I, it was like being at a buffet and wanting to eat everything you know do you know the, the thing that I thought was great about it as well is that they actually did show things and like give dates for it's, and like yeah. things that are coming this year that are like not that uh, are six maybe five six months away that we can start to yeah. get excited about now 
Yeah, but I mean, they even showed us things for next year, which we said they had to do. You have to show us something for 2018 to be excited by. Okay, here's a handful of stuff to be excited by, fuckers. And I'm like, <gasps> I want every single one of them. The only, do you know what? I was like, it's so beautiful. And I wanted them to do it. Remember that Toad game that you liked? Another one of them. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, yeah. I'd love to have another one of those. Like, I, I love that game. I, I guarantee it's sold awfully. But yeah. it's a great game. Like, so good, that game. Um, they did also show a new trailer for Fire Emblem Warriors, which is coming out which, this year. Do you know what? It'll probably still be a good game because I like the Hyrule Heroes, but it's more for fans mm. of the series, which I know there are droves of them, but I, I, it functions well when they're good, fun games. But these sort of games work more if you're a fan of the franchise, like Dragon yep. Heroes or the Hyrule Heroes. If it's not a franchise for you, don't don't pick it up because you won't get the in-jokes, you won't get the references, you won't get the cool, oh my God, they've included that. Like... If you like Zelda, you'll love Hyrule Warriors. If you like Fire Emblem, you'll love Fire Emblem Warriors. I mean, I like Fire Emblem, but I, I'm not like that familiar with all the characters that I would be able to recognise more than two of them, to be honest with you. Yep. So <laughs> I don't recognise any of them. There's not one called, a guy called Roy. Martha. Roy, yeah, Martha Shulk. or something. Shulk is Shulk one? Yeah, Shulk. Chalk's Xenoblade, you tit. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, that's what I mean. I'm not familiar. Whereas if they'd done the likes of Mario Warriors, then, yeah, yeah. I'd probably get that because it'd be fun. But, yeah, I'm not saying it's not going to be a... I still can't really name a bad game on the Switch yet, to be honest, though. Uh, I think there's, there is a couple of uh, shit, like, on, like, yeah, the digital games. Right. There's a couple of ones that are just, like, straight mobile ports that are just trash. Okay. But uh, and then some of those new Geo games aren't great, but there's there's I mean they're just not not for me. But, yeah. But I mean they're there, and like there's a lot less shite on it than there is on like PS4 and Xbox One and Steam as well. Yeah. So they 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 have curated it at least to some degree anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the Fire Emblem Warriors. I mean, I, I will I will buy it at some point, but I'm not particularly interested in it. Like the the Dynasty Warriors games and all those type of ones, they've never really spoken to me. Just yeah. like running around killing thousands and thousands of guys, I just get bored after playing like one level. Like, nah, yeah, I mean Zelda, the same Zelda was so good. Yeah, I mean, even Zelda for me, like I wouldn't play that. <laughs> you know, I'm like that's, oh. that's fair enough. But I'm going to rebuy it again on the the 2DS next month because you know that was my favorite game for the Wii U. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, they they did also show a, bit, a little bit more of uh, that Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle game, which do, is do essentially a it's kids' XCOM. version of XCOM. Yeah, it's kids' version I, of XCOM. Do you know what? I watched it and I thought, this actually looks fun. I'm not going to get it because I have no interest in the Rabbids. Like, I think they're terrible characters. I really think they should have doubled down on Rayman rather than the Rabbids. Do you know what I mean? Like, Rayman's far more appealing as a mascot than those things. The games are basically shovelware. This one looks... Like, it could be actually okay. Like, I'm not going to buy it, and I know you'll probably buy it because it's boxed, but it still doesn't interest me. But I watched the gameplay in the Treehouse. It's, it's actually not bad. It's not like just another Mario Party-style game, which a lot of the Rabbids ones are, but it looks like they've put some effort and thought into it, and Ubisoft's partnered with them on it. So could be yeah. cool, but probably not for me, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the thing that is good about this is it's a bit of a different gameplay experience, especially for, like, a Mario and, like, a kind of kiddie-looking game like this to introduce this like strategical battle sort of thing into it which is like a proper like hardcore gamers sort of RTS gameplay thing. mechanic you know like uh, yeah because I mean like XCOM does it and uh, there's numerous numerous RPGs that have done this over the years so uh, it'll be interesting to see like how well this one does because I mean mm. you, you normally associate Rabbids with like kids party games and like generic shite that's on like the Wii and the uh, Kinect and that sort of stuff so be interesting to see like how this one 
plays out. Uh, but yeah. but I'll, uh, I will probably get this at some point. It looks interesting enough to me to, to get it. I wasn't like totally excited about it, but I did like that Ubisoft presser. It was like the first thing they showed at, the, at their presser, and they brought out uh, Miyamoto. Like, yeah, that's I was awesome. like, holy shit! <laughs> like, I was like, oh, fucking yeah, Miyamoto's here. Like, that's that's really cool. I suppose it is like a fucking. It's a compliment to have Nintendo trust you with one of the franchises, though, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I mean, I think it's kind of like Nintendo's definitely had some input on it, like because it looks oh, like an it looks like a Nintendo game. Oh, they would have had to yes to know everything. It's their characters, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that they would have done this and just went, yeah, do what you want. They would have let them do the mechanics and stuff, but see the ins and outs in the story, that's all Nintendo. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, so uh, the only other thing that they showed off was uh, Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles 2. 2. Looks phenomenal, and it's still this year, because I was worried it was going to say 2018, but yeah. nope, holiday this year, so it's probably going to come out in November after Mario, I would imagine now. I would, I would have thought so, yeah. But I mean, they could release that. Well, well no, it's going to be after Mario. They could release it at the same time as Mario, but I don't think but they, they won't. They, sh- they should wait till like what Mario's October now. So uh, yeah, they could easily put it out in November. I don't think they'd put it out any later than that. But I mean, nah. they, they, this could still slip because I mean, it doesn't look quite like polished off just yet. But like uh, Xenoblade has been one of those games that uh, it's always I've always known about it, but I've never played it. And there's only two. This, this is only the second one. So no, no, but there's been other games before. Xenoblade X, no, Xenoblade X, Xenoblade Chronicles, and Xenoblade Two. That's it. Xenoblade Chronicles not... and the Wii was the first one. That's it. Okay, I thought there was older ones than that, like on the PS One and stuff. No, I don't think so. Unless it's like it's not the Xenoblade series, but it's Xeno Gears or something. But like this, okay, oh, this, that's something. Yeah, that's a completely different thing. Okay, but like I, I watched a good bit of uh, a thing, maybe a few, maybe a few weeks ago or a month ago, like, and it made it really interesting. This, like, it was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles One, I think on the on the Wii it was, and it was uh, the guy doing that boundary break thing on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think you told me about this on on a show a while back. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, like the the guy did like a boundary break on on the first Xenoblade and like zooms out the camera and all that and it was fucking amazing like how big these worlds were even when the guys are in like these little segments of it but they're all yep. like the entire game takes place like on these two fucking giant like things battling and I mean this yeah. thing just look th- this looks like the same sort of idea as that so like yeah it's set in the future game. it's set in the future from Xenoblade Chronicles 1 Xenoblade Chronicles X I don't think set in the same sort of place or whatever mm-hmm. but Xenoblade Chronicles 1 I I never finished it on 3DS because it's new 3DS only I traded it in foolishly I now regret doing that because I thought the minute Twitch came out that would be it gone but it's clearly not and the fact that there's still more games coming and they're sticking with a promise I thought at E3 they were going to announce like not that it's dead but do you know what I mean so the fact that Reggie came out and said it sold more than any console like the PlayStation 4 is currently like what 62 million they've sold 66 million 3DSs Andy so you know, it's it's outsold everything, but not many people talk about it. Reggie was saying that as he was sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? Like nobody does think about the 3DS that way. So there's no way they're just going to give up on a console that's got 66 million people one in their homes. Mm. Yeah. Not until not until a good year or two down the line. You know, once the Switch is sold several million, 
Which is, is, is already done so, but I mean, like, once it's in the, the double figures of millions, then yes, then they might consider it. But for now, because they're releasing this budget version, the 2DS XL and Xenoblade's on it, and there's a few games like uh, Mario Maker, uh, that Yoshi game we were talking about a minute ago, hmm. there's still games that I need to finish off. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I know I bought a 2DS not that long ago, but I just don't like not being able to fold it. It's not comfortable to play with long periods of time with adult hands, but 2DS XL like 50 quid cheaper than the new 3ds xl brand new yes please i'll just take it so i'm loving nintendo just now i i was in a nintendo mood as everybody that listens to this show knows running up to the switch coming out and that has not dampened one bit and i'll take my hat off to nintendo they've realized how badly they fucked up with the wii u they know what they need to give customers now they tried this i think they even got a bit dare i say lazy with the wii u and the marketing stuff thinking this will sell anyway guys because look at the wii I honestly think that that was their slight, maybe not in such a bad way, but that was part of the attitude that they kind of had with it, and it did it fucked them. Like it, the Switch was not make it or break it for Nintendo because they've got bucket loads of cash, but they've realised what they've done wrong, and they're now coming out going, okay, we were wrong. Boom, here we've sorted it, we've done it properly this time. Boom, here's this game. Boom, great, love it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nintendo did also announce uh, they're doing Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Uh, Bowser's Millions. Um, it's yeah. so it's a remake for the 3ds. I've never played those ones, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, no not really, not really my wheelhouse, to be honest. Those ones, but I mean, good that they're still supporting the 3ds. They they're obviously like they're moving on a little bit to the Switch, but they're still showing like stuff for 3ds and to, this 2ds thing as well is coming out. Yeah. Um. Really. <sighs> Now, there's like, I think we should uh, rank the the press conferences from the three main studios. Sure. And uh, and and then we'll t- move on to talk about a few other bits and pieces that have come out of ET as well. That, and that and I then the games we've played. Yeah, 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 I mean, I didn't play massive amount of interesting, but... I did. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, okay, so let's rank them then. What's, what's your order? Nintendo... Sony, Microsoft this year, whereas last year it was, I think it was Microsoft was my top one. Hmm. Uh, mine would have definitely been last year, would have been definitely Sony. Uh, but yeah, the uh, for sure Nintendo comes out on top, and Sony second, and then Microsoft third. Even, even though Nintendo only 25 minutes, they fucking, they didn't muck around with the, the thing. They didn't have anybody dressed up as a fucking cat Mario this time. They didn't have like... 10 minutes of Splatoon 2 wasting everybody's time. Mm-hmm. They didn't have 10 minutes of arms wasting everybody's time, which they're notorious for. They've mm-hmm. clearly looked at how their conferences have been, went, no, we can't do that to these guys. We need to fucking reassure the people that have bought a Switch that it was the right move, and they've done that and more. Yeah, and convince people that haven't bought a Switch that, yeah, that they you need should one. buy a fucking Switch. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, they, oh, there was something that we didn't mention. Um, Switch-wise? No, no, we got even. Oh, we did. Metroid. Yeah, Metroid. We did mention Metroid. Metroid Prime Four. And uh, obviously, the Metroid remake come to 3DS. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for most of this stuff, Andy. Like, it's really got me excited for E3. You know what I was kind of like during the Sony conference? I was getting real annoyed. I was getting really drunk because I just that that was it. Uh, The the one thing that Sony did do that was pretty fucking special was they did show off uh, footage from the new Spider-Man game gameplay actual in-game yes. gameplay footage and it, it looked did. absolutely fucking incredible it does I, I'm there day one at Spider-Man and you know that mm-hmm. so but I but mean yeah, it, looks... it looks it looks like they've taken what they did with like the first Amazing Spider-Man game and just like dialed it up a good few notches to make it more kind of in line with 
looks more like like Batman Arkham Arkham, Arkham Asylum, yeah. Arkham City. Well, but that that's the way that uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, the original game, was, and then Amazing Spider-Man Two dialed it back again. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it was almost like they were lazy with that game because Amazing Spider-Man One was phenomenal, it, one it, of the best. It was, yeah. But I mean, they, they've really like gone a lot further on it than than what they went well, in that game. Like this, the, the amount of this, interaction in this is insane. Like with the environment, well, absolutely. There crazy. was a lot of. Co- there's a lot of QTEs and they didn't 100% confirm that it was open world so this could be along the lines of Shattered Dimensions which was a good game but it was all closed levels you know yeah I don't think so I think I think that in this day and age you need to have it as like an open world even if it's like a hub world or whatever I I just as long as they don't do some bullshit like they did with Amazing Spider-Man 2 where they have like the city all like closed off remember there was always the spider things hunting you that was fucking annoying I literally just want to swing about the city because, like, it's still fun to swing about the city, but you yeah, can't do you it because there's. You know, once you finish the game, you can't do it because these spider things fucking hey, everywhere. If, if if you ignore the shit, even at the end of the game, if you ignore the crap crimes, the robots still come and kill you and put up laser nets, so you can't swing about and enjoy the city. It's really retarded. It's so bad. Yep, it's totally totally stupid. But yeah, I mean, the game looks absolutely beautiful, and uh, it looks like they've got. All the voice acting and everything like that down, and I think it looks like Mr. Negative is the one yep, of the bad guys in the game, and Wilson Fisk is in it as well. So we just see who else, who else again. Yeah, um, and they did they did confirm that Miles Morales is in the game. In yes, some capacity and we've seen well. him. Yeah, we we've seen a picture of him. So I'm 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 down. Like I love it, but I'm still sorry. Like Spider Man, Spider Man and Sea was all I was interested in. To be honest with you, from Sony and uh, Microsoft for the rest of it, yeah. I wasn't really too fussed. But with Nintendo, like fucking ten games that I want. <laughs> and those, like both of those games are next year now. So like Sea of Thieves and Spider Man, both 2018. I mean, which is it looks like 2018 is going to be an amazing year. Oh yeah, but. Like this but year, for this for, year, not so much. Just switch, just switch. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I mean. Everything on Switch, which is probably good for the Switch because people are going to look at it, going, "Look at all these cool games coming out for the Switch," you know. And people are already interested in it. Like one of these games is going to be, like people are still queuing up to get them. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, great Switch, awesome, can't wait. Um, I-, I wanted to mention these Assassin's Creed fucking special editions because there's just okay. an absolute craziness with this. What? <laughs> what did you do? Okay. Um. Yeah. So, like, Assassin's Creed Origins is announced, and it looks interesting enough, and we will, we will, we will both get it at some point. Um. But they announced like nope. they announced a load of special editions for this Assassin's Creed Origins special editions. Sorry, I pulled out my headphones. I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> there are there are going to be six different special editions for this fucking game. I, I need to pee. This this sickens me. I need to pee, man. Two seconds. Okay, uh, but yeah, absolutely insane. So you've got obviously you've got the regular edition. That's fine. You've got the deluxe edition. Okay. Then you've got the collector's edition. Then you've also got the uh, <laughs> you've also got the Dawn of the Creed collector's edition, and then the. Dawn of the Creed Legendary Edition. Like, oh my fucking god. Um, these range from, like, your $60 game to right up to the uh, to the top edition, which is $800. $800. Let me think. Let, let's let that sink in for a minute. 
$800, people. That is fucking absolutely insane. There's only going to be 999 of these made, but oh my god. Like, that is utterly, utterly ludicrous. There, there's no need for that. Um, it comes with a... The, the main thing this comes with is a 28.7-inch statue of the main character, Bayek. Like, what? And... Yeah, that's just... That's just out, outrageous. Like, for that price, you could buy a Switch and a fucking Xbox One X this this holiday instead of buying this one Assassin's Creed game. Like, that is crazy. So, yeah, no one no one should buy that. I'd be very surprised if they managed to sell those at that price because that's just insanely overpriced. Uh, we were talk- me and Ali were talking earlier about the uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag uh, special edition and he got, he got the Black Flag one that came with, like, a pirate chest thing and he got more in that than you do in this now I believe the statue is made of resin which is why it's so dear but I mean resin isn't this dear <laughs> like they must be making a crazy profit on, on this special edition $800 is anyone ever paid $800 for a game that is my question but yeah do, do not buy this I mean the, ga- the game itself does look good even though it was, it's been leaked and leaked and leaked and leaked for a long time at this point. But now that it's coming out the same day as uh, Mario Odyssey. It's the day before my birthday though. Uh, so I will need to buy both the games and take that week off work now. Just to have time to play these. But yeah, interesting. But yeah, crazy, crazy amount of things. So yeah. Assassin's Creed. Uh, they've also, they also did off show, uh, show some more uh, Sonic Forces footage at E3. Now, this looks a lot like Sonic, any Sonic 3D game really. Not it kind of looks a cross between like Sonic uh, Adventure and then Sonic, like Sonic Unleashed or Sonic the Hedgehog, which does not fill me with confidence one bit. <laughs> so yeah, I am not, uh, I am not particularly sold on Sonic Forces, although I'm still 100% going to buy it. But yeah, not the not the best outing from from that one. I can't wait for Sonic Mania though. Like Sonic Mania is going to be legit good. Um, what's the other one? But yeah, um, E three's been uh, been quite interesting. I do think it's it's definitely not been as good as uh, as last year, to be honest. Like, Apologies. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> did uh, did you see the new Sonic Forces gameplay, Ali? Uh, I did not. No, uh, is this still the same one with a new character? Like, I'm probably going to buy it anyway. But yeah, I'm going to oh. buy it anyway. But they showed off like uh, they showed off uh, one of the custom characters taking down uh, Eggman. No, which is something that I, unless I have to do it in the game for some reason, I will not do that. Like, I yeah. want to play a Sonic game as Sonic, or one of the Sonic characters. I don't give a fuck about playing as some, yeah. some character. Uh, the, and the other gameplay footage I was, I was just talking about there was uh, basically the uh, the gameplay footage from the trailer. They showed off some, like, actual like, live gameplay of it, of someone playing through that level. And it, to be honest, it looks a bit shit. Like, what, Sonic? I wasn't... Yeah, I was not particularly impressed by by this. It looks a lot like a cross between like the three D sections in like Sonic Adventure, cross with maybe like maybe like the three D stuff in like Sonic uh, Generations, which I wasn't you know particularly keen on. 
what they should do when Odyssey's a success and highly rated, which it's going to be, that's a 90% game, they should do Sonic Adventure 3 because it works. Hmm. But I mean, like, I, I just don't like this business of, I mean, you, you try to make them be fast and all that sort of shit, and yeah, I mean, that works to a certain extent, and it 100% works in 2D. But then you've got this whole thing of like see this lock on mechanic, mm-hmm. and like the little red thing appears and you go zoop zoop zoop, yeah. and just I don't like that. Like it just never doesn't feel right to me like doing that. But I mean, we we had like similar like, and you had like a, a sort of air dash move in the Sonic Adventure, you know, where you could do that, but hmm. it wasn't like a like watching. Basically, it's a QTE, a hidden QTE hmm. for Sonic. Sonic Mania is going to be incredible. I, I have full faith hmm. in that game. Um, but Sonic Forces, I will buy it because I've nearly bought every Sonic game that's ever came out at some point or other. But um, yeah, Sonic Forces, I'm worried about, and I hope that they don't. Right, one level Sonic, one level other Sonic, one level you have to have a custom character. I want it to yeah, be, op- yeah. I, I want it to be optional. Yeah. I'm Other, sure. Otherwise, I'm just going to make fucking Sonic and screw their fucking customer station. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I, oh, I mean, I suppose you could do something like that. Eh? Just make yep. like big the cat or make like a nope. tail Sonic. or something. I'm just gonna yeah, make Sonic. Just make a Sonic. Yep, yep. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, kind of an underwhelming E3 overall. Do you not think? Like apart, uh, apart, apart from, from Nintendo, Nintendo. Yes, yeah. I would say so. Uh, from both consoles, very disappointed. I wanted to be wild. Nothing I came away from that wasn't in the Nintendo conference. I, did I say holy fuck? Like nothing really. You know, I was impressed by some stuff, but E3 is meant to be the magical night of gaming that you talk about for the next few months till the rest of it comes mm. out no, I, there wasn't one bit where I was like no awesome you know nothing like that mm. so disappointed all round but Nintendo did um, brighten every part of it for me to be honest with you yeah I mean I did like Beyond Good and Evil 2 trailer and like it's cool that they're doing like Shadow of the Colossus remakes and things like that but nothing that absolutely stood out to me um out, out of the games that you saw at E3 that are coming uh-huh. out this year, sure. what, what are you mm-hmm. most excited for? Mario Odyssey, I'm not going to lie. That looks incredible. That just fucking does everything mm-hmm. right for me. I've I've wanted a good 3D Mario ever since um, Galaxy came out. Remember, I liked Galaxy, but it gave me a sore head, so I couldn't exactly play much of it. Um, so, yeah, Mario, probably that and... I don't know, Xenoblade as well, kind of, now as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Those, I mean, those look really good. Like, for for me, definitely Mario Odyssey, obviously. Um, also, Nino Kuni got his date. It's coming out in November. Like, oh, that's yeah, going to be... That. Yeah, and, like, I absolutely loved Nino Kuni 1, so I can't wait for the second one. Um, and also, they, uh, they did show off... Like, they did announce a new game called Hidden Agenda, for the uh, the PlayStation Four. Oh, that, that looked incredible until yeah. dawn. But you, you play it with the new phone app thing. Yeah, so it's like it's made by like the guys that made Until Dawn or some of the team behind it anyway. And uh, basically, you've got like three or four people in the room with you, and you all play using your phone. And it's kind of like uh, if you've ever played, Jack you've played some of those Jackbox games. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that, but like more in a sort of serious like crime Until dawn, type game. Yeah, but it reminds me of like a cross between like Until Dawn. But like with no horror things and like Ellie Noir because remember you had the like investigations yeah. and like the the questioning and stuff like that and I fucking loved the questioning in in, uh, in Ellie Noir so uh, like that really appeals to me and like I know, I know the missus will want to play that with me as well. Oh so. yeah, 
Tasha played through Until Dawn with me and she will definitely be interested in this. Mm. And the fact that she can use her phone, I mean, she loves the Jackbox for that, do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a fantastic game. Instead of watching a film with your friends, like this is gonna be the future of it eventually, I, I would hope. You know what I mean? Like you interact with the movie. Hundred percent. Like I hope these things catch on. I mean, they won't be like quite like movies, but I, I hope these things catch on and like people will like, get together and like play them. Because uh, like I, I've had an amazing time like playing uh, like some of those Jackbox games. Like so much fun oh, yeah. to get together, have a few drinks, and just like play through these things. Hundred percent. I agree with you. Um, I really hope it does catch on and like more studios do because Until Dawn was good. It was a movie like experience, um, realistic characters. It was basically like Telltale Games evolved. Um, in a way, with slightly more gameplay elements, but yeah, this version of it looks like it's going to be even more accessible to everybody. Yeah, and Sony did manage to sell me on getting a VR, so there, there is that. There was enough interest in the VR stuff that, that I'm like, yeah, okay, there's probably five games there now that, I'll, that I, want to, <laughs> I want to get. So. Okay. VR, fuckers. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to say about E3? Obviously, there's going to be more stuff comes out over the next few days, like with the yeah, this- and stuff like that, so there's still more stuff to come and like even though nintendo's conference was done they still were announcing new games in the, the treehouse and as you know like sometimes the main conference it doesn't cover games but there'll be new games added on the show floor you know like some 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 studios like to keep their game as till the last day as a surprise you know and stuff like that and yeah um overall e3 from sony and microsoft was disappointing nintendo I hope that this is the direction they're taking from now on, from the future, because I know what mine and your opinion of the Switch is. I'm still astounded by its beauty and the way that it actually works, and the fact that they're sticking with it instead of just going, it's out in the wild now, let it do its own thing, like with the Wii U, they've, they, they are still, the hype train is still real for it, from everybody involved at Nintendo, and I love that, because, well, they kind of needed to do it as well, but Nintendo, they want themselves for a, a certain period of time. I don't know if you'd agree, and I think now they're back to their like excited for fucking everything roots. Yeah. Do you know the thing that I'm most disappointed about with the whole of E3? No. It was no buy it now thing. Like for uh, anybody. Well, like no Marvel versus Capcom Four demo came out. Like that's not a de- that's not a buy it now though. Like I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> oh, I was I was disappointed by no not one mention. It still might happen over the over the next couple of days. Not one mention or further apology about the online for Switch, mm. and not one mention about Virtual Console. Yeah, I mean that that was a bit of a weird one. Eh? I, I, yeah. I did think that they would do something for those, but nope, nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, but because but, of the content I had as well as. Uh, on top of that then I wasn't disappointed because yeah. they blew me out the water Metroid 4 fucking Mario Xenoblade 2 every game Yoshi Kirby give me them all now I mean <laughs> they, they kind of made us forget about the fact that the online oh, thing was uh, <laughs> was not coming this year they're like look at all these games we've got and it online <laughs> well Ross was with us tonight he was right there was over 100 messages sent back and most of them were oh my fucking god <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, Nintendo definitely wins E3 for me. <laughs> anyway, yes. um, let's uh, like, and and if, as far as the uh, third parties go, like the third party conferences, so like EA, Ubisoft, Bethesda, um, for for me, definitely Ubisoft wins just hands down for their like they because they actually did announce like new actual games that weren't announced previously. Whereas Skull Bethesda, and <laughs> yeah, it's like Skull and Crossbones game, and then you had like uh. Be, well, I mean, you could say Beyond Good Two was like announced, but it was a surprise reveal, and then you had this uh, 
spaceship game where you stick the stick the spaceships on your controller. Like that appeals to me. So like new things like that are are very interesting to me. Um, yeah. And then like EA's like dead last because they just the same, yeah the same shit as they, every year. Like sports, sports, you know sports. I wouldn't bother turning up. Like EA, yeah. EA should just stay at home and save the money. Everybody knows what's coming out every year from EA. Yeah, just, I mean Battlefront Two looks fucking great, and it was a good announcement. Like uh, all the uh, all the DLC is going to be free. Like that was great, but they didn't really need to like hold the whole press conference just to tell us that. They could have just put out a press release and went Battlefront Two content all free, and people would have went nuts for it. Yeah, that's all they needed. Not a full E three, which is pricey. Um, send out a press release with a few buzzwords that you want to use, and yeah, we'll read them. Yep. What I was surprised by is Ubisoft didn't use that. I uh, what's her name? Charlie from Friends, Aisha. Oh yeah, Aisha Taylor. What was that all about? Like she's been there the past two years hosting. I think it's even more than that. Like I think it's the past three, even before she's been there, and she was uh, not there this year, which is weird. I-, I think they wanted to get back to like the actual game developer this year. So like Eves Eves Gilmore is the like head of Ubisoft, and they had a bunch of like developers come out and talk about their their games themselves and whatnot. So I mean, it kind of makes sense. And Ubisoft, Ubisoft's not a bad company. Like they're in, they're an independent company at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get bought over. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because there's a company who is it that secret started buying bits of their shares. Uh, Vivendi, I think it is. Yeah, and Ubisoft wanted them to stop doing it, but they're not in a position mm-hmm. to ask them to stop buying shares. But eventually, they're going to have the majority of the shares, and they're going to mm-hmm. effectively own Ubisoft. Pretty much, yeah. They can do like a what's it called a hostile takeover. Hostel takeover, and they are going to do that. They're going to turn around and go, "Okay, we've got seventy-five percent of your shares. It's ours." Mm. But the uh, the other game that I'm most excited for is uh, Life is Strange: Before the Storm. And there's a sequel is... coming. Yeah, there's a sequel coming as well. But that will obviously not. There's no way that will be this year. That will be probably next year, I would imagine. Um, I'm really excited for that. But the sequel is uh, supposedly going to be new characters, and like this is like the what they're doing for the old characters because the the reason they're they're not doing like a a sequel like with the same characters is because they don't want to make one of the two endings canonical because the two endings are the two endings are really like I know you've not played it so I'll I'll go spoiler like the ending I'll go spoiler obviously depending on how you play it somebody dies and they're not going to be able to be in the next one so but the, the two endings are so totally polar opposite that they wouldn't have to make two games essentially to like to make everyone's choices carry over. But why um, that Chloe dies or the main girl dies? So. Well, well, I didn't say any any <laughs> of that. But the uh, they're, they're so totally opposite that there's no way you could make a game without picking one of those endings to be like the canonical ending. And they didn't want to do that, which is like a good good respect to your players. So they decided oh, yeah. to go in a, dif- a different direction for the sequel, but still maintain like all the same sort of aesthetics and. Uh, same kind of game design and whatnot, which is which is really cool, and I'll be interested to see but, what they do with that. But this one honest, is like those hmm. guys have been cool since day one when they invited us to the pub at Eurogamer, and I mean, even hearing about the development of this game was fucking cool as fuck hmm. to me. Do you not think? Yeah, and and like that that doesn't bias us in any way towards this game. By the way, the game is fucking great. Like yeah. Life is Strange. So like the. Uh, the, they announced the prequel game uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm which is you're going to be not playing as Clo- not by Don't Nod it's, but it's by I can't remember the, the developer but it is the same sort of art style and it's the uh, the same characters and whatnot. so you're playing as Chloe this time who's the blue haired girl in Life is Strange but this is before she gets her blue hair 
So they're doing three episodes, um, but there is there is two different versions on the on the store just now. I don't know if you went and checked out, but like I, I went and immediately looked up like that that night to see if it was up for for pre order. Um, there's two different versions available on the on the storefronts. One of them's like the regular edition, and you get three episodes with it, so it's like a three episode thing. Um, I think the first episode to come out like end of August, mm-hmm. and then the there's a deluxe edition as well though that in the deluxe edition there's a bonus a whole bonus episode where you get to play as Max for the final time it says oh okay oh, so that like that's really interesting to me and like I I I've just I, I went and bought it like straight away I was like well See, I'll just buy it and then it's done I do like the game but I don't think I'm as in love with it as you were I still want to finish it I'm not saying it's bad but um I can wait for this game. See, like I, I can't. I need to be. I did have this game day one, and like the fact that there was like extra content there as well. I'm like, yeah, well, I have to buy this version. Yeah, it's fair enough, man. It's a good game. Yeah, I mean, it was my game of the year, like 2015, I think it was. Yeah, it is, it is very good. I've still not finished it, but hmm. okay. you should definitely go and finish it. And anybody that is anybody that hasn't played the game before, uh, PlayStation Plus free this month. Fucking yeah. play it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. Let's. Uh, what did we play? What did we play this week? Okay, so I've I've had a few things that I played. And I, uh, not that one. Uh, this one. Okay, so first of all, I played some more Injustice Two. I uh, didn't play any more story. I'm just hooked in this multiverse, leveling up the characters. Um, I missed the Wonder Woman movie tie-in event, which kind of sucks because it was only on for three days. You know to unlock the movie costume and I don't know how if there's any way to get it now uh, Red Hood came out as well for it he's okay but he's not going to be my main character like um, he's not as like uh, there's much better characters than him um, so I don't have too much more to say about Injustice apart from it's the best fighter that you can get just now um, so I played Lego Dimensions I I'm almost finished the main story um, but I got the Night Rider pack, and obviously um, you get you don't get the story mode, but you get the Night Rider world, which was cool to run about, and and you get missions. I had to fight Garth Knight, who was like David Hasselhoff's evil twin with a moustache, and uh, he's got a big truck called Goliath, and you had to s- fight him on that, and then fist fight him in the middle of the highway, and it's all got that like sun soaked sort of um, color scheme to it, like mm. um, so you're driving through the Nevada desert, and you can drive. You know how they had the big truck that drove in front of Kit and you had to drive up the back and into it? You can do that and then that's your mission hub sort of thing. Um, you have to smash through billboards of the red kit from Knight Rider 2000. Really, really cool. In the main game, I finished Soren's Tower mission where it was like a lot of Riddler puzzles. Um, you had to solve Riddler's puzzles to get in and then Riddler was riding the Balrog. Like... Mm-hmm. Honestly, this game, like, it makes me smile when I'm not, like I said, the biggest Lego fan, but Riddler on top of the Balrog, just there's something about that that amuses me to no end. Um, so I defeated him there, and I haven't tried the, the next mission yet, but um, I'm definitely loving it. And I think next in my uh, hit list, once I've completed the uh, Batman Lego movie, is I'll probably pick up the Ghostbusters pack because it's nice. not as popular. It's dropped down to like £24 on Amazon. Yeah. So I'll probably pick that one up. Um, on the same, I picked up uh, Lego City Undercover. I don't know, picked up. I picked it back up, Lego City Undercover. I don't think I completed this in the Wii U after all, by the way. Because now I'm at a part of the story that I do not remember. Mm. Um, I, I know I definitely finished the one in 3DS. 
Hundred percent. Yeah, finished yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I finished this one because now I'm at a part. I'm going. This is really cool. I don't remember being here. Like, um, I don't think I finished this before. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm in the mid- middle of the main city. The undercoverness is coming into play, so you actually have to use the disguises to get in with a gang. So you have to actually, you know, put on the different costumes like chase bank robber, chase chase criminal, whatever. I love the humor in this game. It's uh, probably the second best Lego game up against Dimensions. Like Dimensions obviously tops it because you've got the actual physical toys to go along with it. And essentially, if Lego wanted to, they never need to release another Lego game again because they could just bring out story packs for this one. I know they're not going to do that, but if they wanted to, they could just keep going with Lego Dimensions and never have to do a full Lego game again. Well, we'll you know, give the story mode the levels, and you get like your two characters and a new part for the base like the back computer they could easily do that but um i really hope that lego city undercover gets a sequel at some point yeah <sighs> very well very well mate depends how much it's sold yeah uh the next one that i played uh, i got given to review it was shanty half genie hero uh, this oh is yeah so- switch Switch one, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the, the music of it's reminiscent of Aladdin, not just the game Aladdin, but Aladdin music in general. You play as the daughter of a genie, so you're a half genie and you're a hero. Your mission hmm. is to protect the town. You wake up and everyone's gone, your uncle's goes asleep. There's a trapdoor that leads you to a fairy that says you're going to be destroyed unless you save them. Your character, Shanty, wakes up and thinks it's a dream. It looks actually fucking stunning. There's a button you can push. She does like a dance, and you can change into different animals, like uh, the monkey. And the monkey will like climb up stuff, so it gives you, it basically imbues you with new powers. However, the platforming throughout the different worlds that I've been to, it's got like your main hub world where you live, and you go to the eagle lady, and she flies you to the next places. As good as it looks, the platforming on each of these is very basic. There's nothing like that I've not seen before. It does. It is sometimes challenging, but the level design's kind of dull to me. I found it quite boring at parts. I do want to play through it because it still looks nice, but I mean, it's quite lazy level design in my mind, considering the more recent platformers that have came out and like uh, Shovel Knight and the likes of that that are complex. And obviously, it's a completely different art style, but hmm. I mean, for a game to look this good and to be quite dull to play. I'm going to sink some more time into it because I have heard good things about it. So maybe this is just the opening levels, I hope. But so far, not been overly impressed with that, sadly. Um, and uh, actually, that's all I've been playing. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so I obviously was playing Zelda tonight, but I don't have too much to say about that. Um, I've been playing... I had to restart my Batman Telltale all over again because of okay. you know my PlayStation... Oh, during the PlayStation Switch over, when I went from the Slim to the Pro and lost all my saves, Batman was among the saves that did not get uploaded mm. to the cloud. So it said restart, um, start level three. So it's only done the first two. And because I can't really remember it that well, I'm just going to play through them all again. It is a good game. I do enjoy it. Um, and I, I do want to finish it. I didn't bother picking up. I did request it, but I didn't get it. So I don't know if I'll pick it up till it's in a sale. The Guardians of the Galaxy second parts out. Um, okay. I'm not. I'm not going to bother with that one just now. I'll wait for a sale because I'm quite sure if I wait till after the summer, it'll you'll get it at a bargain price for the season pass. Probably not even that. Like that is the one thing that really does piss me off about Telltale is that they always discount the season pass before the end of the season so like why would you ever buy the season pass like beforehand do you know what I mean like just if you wait even even like I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy season pass on sale on Steam for like 
uh, I think it was like oh, really? 15 <laughs> f- yeah yeah exactly I mean there's only one episode out like 15 quid it was and it's down from like 25 or something like that I'm like well what the fuck people <laughs> yeah, come on I'm, I'm actually just gonna wait it out um so, I mean, I, I like Telltale, but like I do agree with what we said a few weeks back that they've just been churning out the same old, same old stuff. They've not actually attempted to do anything like they've not reinvented the wheel. They've added gameplay elements like, you know, there's more moving about now, sure. But mm-hmm. they've also took away the challenge because you were playing, was it Back to the Future last week or sorry, yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park. Jurassic Park. And you, you can actually fail in the QTEs. Like seeing Batman, yeah. there was at one point when I left it and Batman still threw a punch and I'm like, Yep. I didn't even touch anything. So I don't like that it's been dumbed down that way, I think. And it, it needs a slight, some some boost to their engine, at least, I would say. Because um, at the moment, like, it's just the same stuff that we've seen. Like, there's nothing outstanding or, like, holy fuck. Like, even Guardians is obviously an evolution of Batman, like, with the flying about is Star-Lord and stuff. Mm. But, um, no, it's good. I'll finish Batman, though, because I really like... Uh, I really like this story in it. Uh, I might make some different choices though, because I'm sure there was like uh, going visiting the mayor as um, which am I call him? A Bruce Wayne or Batman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'll be doing that. Um, do you know? I, I I did play one other thing, but I don't know if you tried it out yet. Uh, the Marvel versus Capcom Four. Oh no, I didn't. Demo. Like, uh, how how was it? Absolutely fabulous. Like, I'm not yeah? even joking. Okay. Yeah, you you get Captain America Mega Man. I didn't play much more than that, and you're fighting against Ultron drones. I'm not quite sure what it is because obviously there's a amalgamation, amalgamation, whatever it's called, of like Ultron and one of the villains from Capcom is the sort yeah. of guy in charge. I didn't really. I skipped the story cutscene because obviously I'm going to get this game and I don't want the story spoiled. But the fighting's really fucking smooth, really fast. Feels like Street Fighter smooth, but the gameplay is like fast as fuck, like far faster than Injustice, and. Um, yeah, I'm quite interested in the story. I'm, I'm definitely going to get. I've got Ultra. I've, I've got the third one on my PS4. But yeah, this this one really appeals to me. I like it. So, um, that's that's all I played this week. I thought I had actually played more, but um, turns out the answer is no. <laughs> uh, I, I did play a couple of games. Um, I played some. I played some Zelda today. I just okay. getting hyped for the the E3 presser. I was like, oh, yeah. I better play some Zelda because I haven't played some. I haven't played in a few weeks. But yeah, it's fucking good. Like I don't, I can just say that every time and not need to say anymore. Like, yeah, fucking great game. <laughs> I don't need to say anymore. Do you? I'm just watching some like Splatoon two footage just now. Like they've got some really new, interesting game modes in this game, man. Like in the multiplayer, like it looks yeah, really, really cool. I honestly can't wait for Splatoon two. But Arms is out in a few days, and like, um, yeah, I'm really excited for Arms because it is something different. You know what I mean? Like that's what I love about it and as I said as the Switch was coming out I was in the, I was ready for just Switch style classic games with new touches to them and Switch is delivering in all forms just now and I know me and you continually going about it which is to Ross's much displeasure but I mean mm-hmm. we're not lying man do you know what I mean? Yeah hey, my, my issue with uh, with ARMS is that I don't see how that you're going to be able to play that without having four Joy-Cons if you're wanting to play two players which is fine for and, I, me, but... and I, I don't see it being that fun, like playing it uh, on your own. That's still an issue that I see with it. So you <laughs> need to tell me if there is a control option so that you can play with uh, like one Joy-Con, like against one other Joy-Con. Um, I know that you can play. You can use the Pro Controller, so that would lead me to believe that you can play off-screen, like without using the motion controls. Yeah. 
So it'll be interesting to see like how that actually plays in in comparison to playing it with uh or like the motion controls because it looks like it's built from the ground up with the motion controls in mind. So. Yeah, I mean you played it, so the motion controls work quite well for it. Obviously, yeah. and, like you throw a hook and it'll recognise it. You know, you aim slightly off in an angle and it'll recognise it. So I'll probably play with the motion controls because that's its gimmick. That's that's part of the reason I think it's cool. Um, but the reviews are coming out and they're all really high for it. So. Hmm. But, but I, I would like to know like how it plays like off screen <coughs> before I, before I pick it up. Um, I like I will buy it at some point, but just to see if I do need to buy it day one or if it's going to be worth me buying it without having like an extra set of Joy Cons uh, to go along with it. Yeah, because I would much rather buy a Pro Controller than buy another set of Joy Cons at this point. Oh, I would say the Pro Controller is the option. Like, I only bought the two because, like, obviously it was within a month or two of the Switch coming out, and the guy had yeah. barely used them. And obviously, yeah. we got a di- I got a discount, so it was like mm. a no-brainer at that point. Just pick them up. Yeah. They'll come in handy at some point down the line. So, it's mm. also like um, Switch is slowly becoming more my main console a lot as well. So when somebody comes around, it's giving them a full controller as well with the Joy-Con grip rather than just yeah. here's this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I did play. I did play a couple of things. Um, aside from that, I don't. You know, I don't think I even played anything on like PS4. Uh, I I will one hundred percent go back into Wolfenstein now, now though because that Wolfenstein game looks actually genuinely great. Um, I've I've been like looking for something to buy like on PS4 though, and like I thought it would be something would come up in the sale or something new would come out this week. And it's just not anything there that I want to play. I'm like, well, there's fuck all here that I want to play. So I I probably will end up just buying arms for something new to play. Um, but I did pick up uh, Rainbow Six Siege again to play with uh, to play with Razor. That's a fucking yeah, amazing game. It's, it's, it's so good. It's okay. It's, it's no, okay. It's, it's amazing. Like the gameplay mechanics and that are just absolutely oh, pretty much perfect. Like it's it's very, I, I, it was very boring to me. But see, like I, I, I've got it. I bought it digital. Yeah, I mean, I would say that if you're playing it on your own, 100% boring as fuck. But if you're playing with, like, a team of people, then it's fucking so good. Like, teaming up and, like, talking to each other and, like, coming up with strategies on the fly and stuff like that. And it's just great fun. Some of the mad things that happen in it are just hilarious as well. Um, the, the other thing that I did play was uh, I picked up I picked up a couple of Steam games this week, Ali. Okay. One of which is an older game called uh, Press X Not To Die. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I have now. But what this game is is this is like an FMV game, right? So it's like there's just there's like video footage of like some cheesy kind of like like sort of full horror movie where everyone's gone crazy, and you have you have to perform QTEs when they pop up on the screen in order to like progress. And if you don't do the right thing, then you die. So you need to press like all the time. It's like press X. So it's called press X, not to die. But it's just a kind of really like cheesy. Like acted thing with all these like weird like early two thousands like references to Twilight and shit like this, um, but it's quite funny and like random. Um, it's a lot different from like a, like the experiences that I've been playing, so that's why I wanted to to try it out because it's just something a bit different, a bit of change of pace from like these third person big open world games that I've been playing. So tried that. It was, it was quite fun. It did crash on me though, which was a bit a bit shit. Like uh, about halfway through a, a playthrough because the the game's relatively short. I think it's only like half an hour, but it did crash on me, and I'm like, okay, well, well I guess I'll need to start again. But yeah, uh, and I also did pick up a new new game that came out on PC. Okay. Uh, this one's called Emily is a way to. Like two T O O. Which is which is the sequel to the game Emily is a way, unsurprisingly. Okay. 
okay. which came out a couple of years ago and it was like a free game where basically the game is that you take control of like uh, uh, aim like do you remember MSN Messenger Mm-hmm. it's basically like that and you're taking control of like a, a young guy talking to a girl called Emily uh, and this and this one uh, you're, uh, in this one in the sequel you're talking to like two different girls and you like type things and uh, you decide like what to say uh, and how the conversation goes depends on like like how the outcome's going there's like a bunch of different endings for this um, but there's no like like this is the, what the game is is the interface there's no like you don't see any of the characters or anything like that all you're interacting with is like they're them on like MSN Messenger effectively um, but it actually like because it, it, it totally takes you back to like that sort of time because, I mean, you would have you done it back in the day, like, talking to all your pals on MSN and whatnot, yeah. as, as I did. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it totally reminds you of this, like, going back to you when you're a teenager and all that. And it's just, like, really interesting to, like, go back into that mindset. Before, like, we had, like, WhatsApp and Messenger and all these different things. It was just this one thing to use. And um, yeah. what they done this time that was really cool was, like, they, they started to, like, link in other, like, social networks and stuff like that. So they're, like... Oh, like oh, here's a link to like my Facebook page. Like, what do you think? Like, there's no like pictures on it, right? So it doesn't like show you pictures of, of any of the people. Um, uh, and then they they do like things where it's like, oh, do you want to like listen to some music with me and stuff like that, and send you a link to to like a sort of fake version of YouTube, uh, and you can listen to like the music and see whether you like the same music as them and that sort of stuff. But uh, but yeah, like it's uh. It's kind of like one of these things where you, you type and choose your own like answers, and and uh, it ends up being that you either end up one way or another way. And I, I think there's quite a few different endings because there's a bunch of like different achievements. But I thought it was absolutely fucking great. Like I played through it earlier on today. It took me like about I think about three hours to get to like get to the end point. There's like five chapters, which are like each one's like a different time, um, a different time of year over the course of about a year or so. Uh, talking to these like two different girls and like something that happened in like the first chapter like if you like if you say two different things to different people that can come back to bite you later on in the fifth chapter but yeah really really interesting and i thought it was fucking great like really good change of pace for me from uh from what i've been playing so yeah really enjoyed it and like as soon as i finished it it's very and it's very real that i do this as soon as i finished it i jumped straight back in and started playing episode one again to go to get like one of the different endings so I've done like the first two chapters twice now. But yeah, really enjoying it. Uh, good, good fun game. Not definitely not for everyone. Like I really don't think that you would like this one. Oh, definitely not for okay. you. I th- I think Ross would like it, but I don't think I don't think that you would like it because it is one of these things where you're you are only like typing and you don't need to you don't need to type like what it's what you're supposed to type. You know, you can just type any like keys and it will just fire in the text for you, which yeah. is good for lazy people. But you can turn that off and like just and have it t- and have yourself have to type the correct letters. But I don't want to do that. But yeah, really enjoyed it. It's only like four pound for that one on uh, on Steam, and the first one is is free. So like I didn't because I liked the first one so much, I didn't mind like paying for the second one. But really enjoyed it. Well worth well worth the four pound. Uh, I don't think that I really played anything else to be honest because I don't think no. I even played the. Oh no, wait, sorry, I did. I played uh, the other plus game, Killing Floor Two. Okay. Which uh, I I don't think you've played this yet, but uh, no. I would I would highly recommend playing it because it's a lot of fun. No, I haven't played it yet. But it, it's a lot of fun. The, some of the like you can tell it's like not a triple A game because some of the hitboxes and stuff like that are a wee bit off. But uh, I played through it like uh, it's a co-op kind of hold shooter. 
you're just shooting like a bunch of zombie things. Um, and in between the rounds, you have to go and like collect. Uh, you collect like points and stuff, and you have to go and spend those points in between different rounds and buy new weapons and armor and ammo and, ammo and stuff. Uh, but, but it's a lot of fun to play with uh, two players. If you don't have two players or more, I wouldn't bother. Like playing your own, I can imagine this would be not fun. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but yeah, that's all I played. So you played? I well, I definitely recommend playing Marvel vs. Capcom Four. Like mm. it was really fun, really fast. Um, depends how the story is going to be. If it's going to be as good as Injustice, like, but I mean, I would rather just having it as a Marvel game. Rocket Raccoon's really good in it, but I mean, you don't get to choose in this sort of demo. It's just you, you get assigned two characters, mm. um, and that's it. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I'm planning on finishing off more games because basically now I'm just waiting for Switch games to come out. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything new to play. Like obviously by next week I'll have had arms by then, and uh, Zelda I'm currently playing a wee bit of it. Um, but who knows? Like I've got a ton of games that I need to get back and finish. To be honest with you, um, but I don't know. I really want to finish Syndicate, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. However, I have to go back to the start of the game because oh, I, pe- I picked up in the sale and I went to uh, uh, download my. Uh, what do you call it? My save. Mm. And it said the version of this game that you played it with is not installed. And I'm like, it's right there. And then I remembered I bought that in Canada. Shit. So oh, I went to okay, yeah. I went to work to see if we had it, and we didn't have the my version in anymore. So I mm. I lost my save, and it would have to be the Canadian version specifically that I got. Fuck so, sake. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't know how that's going to go because I had most of London opened um, mm. from what I remember, and I. I do want to finish it, but I mean, I got it for like what ten pound or something in the sale. Mm. So right, uh, uh, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, like I, it's, it's weird thinking. I did not. Th- I I knew I would like the switch, but I didn't think that basically for the rest of this year, for the last six months of the year, it was all going to be switch games that mm. I got. But that's mostly to be. That's mostly Sony and Microsoft's fault. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, South Park finally got its release date. Well, again, its fourth release date now of October twenty seventh as well. I'm sure it is. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, fuck me. That That's not a good time for that to come out. No, it's like, and because of the development, it's been delayed over a year. That's a full year it's been delayed if it comes out in October. Mm. And if it's coming out the same day as Mario and Assassin's Creed, it doesn't have a lot of hope. Because folk will say, I can wait till after Christmas for that when it's in the sale. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure like I'm going to take that week off of work at this point. Because, yeah, it's looking like, that way to me. Yeah, so I mean... Yeah, because I mean, if you've got like, because that's like really four games coming out that same day that I actually do want to play. It's because you've got What's like Mario, we've got Assassin's Creed, you've got Wolfenstein, and then like if you've got South Park as well coming yeah. out all on that same day. Do you know what I mean? Holy shit! And there's no like Mario will be a, Mario will be a, one of those longer form games that will take longer to beat. Wolfenstein, I can imagine beating in a couple of days. Uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed, maybe three or four days, and then. Uh, South Park is probably a wee bit longer again. If you've took the week off, then yeah, but like if you haven't taken the week off, you, you can string Assassin's Creed out for months, do you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I mean, but if you take that week off, the only ones you're probably not going to finish is Mario and maybe South Park. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take that week off and just play those four games. I think that's my and plan. Pl- plow through <laughs> them to give you a clean slate. Yep. So yeah, that's that's about it. Like we've got five minutes left. Um, obviously, we're finishing up here. But yeah, uh, 
Thanks very much for tuning in. I think, did you put it up in the feed, our E3 thoughts, if they want to hear more about our Xbox? Yep, it's, uh, it's, up, yeah, it's, in, it's in there. It's up there. And apologies, there was no PlayStation 1, but yeah, it was on far too late over here. It was three in the morning. I fell asleep and it went on longer than that, so we yeah. did not do one. But yeah, it, I, I, the, E3 was kind of flat, all, all in all, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, there was maybe like, maybe five things that I was excited, like that actually went, when I saw them, I went, oh, holy shit. And like, at least four of those were in like Nintendo's <laughs> presser. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. But I mean, like, last year we had, was it Horizon was shown last year and it was like, oh my God. And it actually came out. We've got nothing like that to look forward to till next year from the big ones. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a lot of like good stuff shown last year, like God of War and like Crash Bandicoot, like remaster and stuff like that. And there was no like big surprise announcements this year at all. Like, no. For the most part, apart from, from Nintendo. Well, Nintendo didn't surprise me. They'd done what, like, we, we you'll hear it in the Xbox show, we no, said. It, no, but Nintendo. they did surprise us because we didn't, like, I mean, this was, like, our fucking, like, wish list for Nintendo. And they went, yeah. bang, 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 have it all. And and more, like, have a Kirby game and a Yoshi game as well. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that. that's what surprised about it because Nintendo has been, like, in the last years, has been bad. really, yeah, really shit. Like, people are like, oh, like, let's, like, make, uh, like, let's have a good Star Fox game. And like, here's a Star Fox game, but it's entirely motion controlled and shit. Yeah, uh, and you know, uh, <laughs> and like that. Yeah, Cat Mario. Which, to be fair, the Cat Mario cost- the Cat Mario is actually not bad. Like, yeah, the but game like, was good. Nite- N- Nintendo this year put their big boy hat on and entered the ring properly instead of dressing up as like Cat Mario. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, there was a different presentation to this direct. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was yep. a more serious tone, and I like that tone from Nintendo. Like yep. it's not taking any of the fun away, but it's like, no, here we're going. Like we're going to speak for a minute or two because I've seen Nintendo directs where the guys basically spoke for twenty minutes and you've seen five mm-hmm. seconds of different gameplay. This one was yeah. like, nope. We'll do what the other guys do. Here's a game, here's a game, here's a game. Here's one you didn't know about. Uh, wow, I, it just blew me away. And I was like, what a way to round it off. Because if they hadn't done that, I would have thought E3 just was a failure this year overall. Yeah, 100% agree, 100% agree. I mean, in this, there was new things, but like nothing that was like, holy fucking shit, like, they, like Nintendo did. So, yeah, really, uh, Nintendo Nintendo made E3 this year. For, yeah, uh, and... Like like we were saying, like we had a wish list of what would be the coolest way Nintendo could do it, and they mm. done it and more. I do still think it's weird that they didn't apologise properly because they usually do it over a direct over the online stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, and like you said, Japanese companies are usually over apologetic. We were kind of predicting the launch of the virtual console like today with a free game for everybody to say sorry but nothing not even a breath of it i'm kind of hoping by the end of the conference like by the end of the weekend uh is it tuesday it finishes or monday uh um well sorry this is tuesday (laughs) yeah it's tuesday so i think it's like thursday friday like yeah the conference is on for basically i'm kind of hoping the treehouse kind of covers it like as a last thing like okay guys what are you going to do about online don't get me wrong they covered so many more new games and things we did not expect and hit so many great points like yes 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 that i didn't miss it at first it was only after Mm -hmm. it i realized oh they didn't mention virtual console but because they came at us with so many fucking must-have games it kind of covered the fact of it not existing yet I think that what they'll do is, like, in a month or so, they'll uh, do a direct just for Virtual Console, and they'll mention the uh, the online stuff in, in that. I think that's the place where it makes sense to do it. Because once you've got Splatoon and Arms out, and there's, let's say, there's a thriving online community there, uh, mm-hmm. once you've got that in, in the bag, then they need to 
need to sort something out for it. Because, I mean, they've got, like, their headsets coming out, like, for yeah. Splatoon. That's coming out day and date with Splatoon, yeah? Uh, yeah, the same day as Splatoon. I don't know if I'm going to bother with a headset. Like, it depends on how this app does. And, I mean, if the app doesn't do so, well, then we're going to be yeah. using Skype. Yeah, so, I mean, like, is the app going to be out then? Like, that's the question. Yeah, well, that would need to be next month. They did say it was going to be early summer. Yeah, like, um, where the fuck is the app? Because you've got the parental control app there. Like, yeah, I've I've seen that. It, but... <laughs> it's there, <laughs> but, I mean, like, they need to get it out soon and get that perfected mm. because they did say that it was going to be into, like, early access for the app to get it tested. Mm. I, d- I haven't seen anywhere to sign up for it, so I'm guessing they're just yep. going to release it and they're going to, like, um, improve it on the run-up to next year because they have to have the online service in Virtual Console by, like, February, March at the latest next year. Mm. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that it's kind of a little bit of a mistake not to have it already because you do have, like, these games that are primed for online, like, your Mario Kart 8 is out already and, like, Arm is about to come out, Splatoon about to come out. Pokken. Uh, like, Ed Pokken, yeah. Like, Splatoon looks, like, so fucking good. Like, I've been sitting watching the gameplay that we'll be talking here, like, oh my god, it looks amazing. And, like, we played a bit of it, but, like, these new gameplay, gameplay modes look so much better than the, the, the standard one. Have you seen the one where it's almost zombie mode, but it's the fish or whatever it is, the salmon hunt or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like great fun, man. And this will yeah. probably be our first one we play online properly on the Switch, I would say, because obviously that's a game where it does have its own campaign, as far as I'm aware, yeah? It does, yeah, it does. So it will have that, but this is an online game. This is Nintendo's shooter sort of thing. Mm. But now yeah. that they've got Metroid coming back, oh, my God, that's so cool. But, um, I'm curious to see if that's got online. What Metroid? Do we need to? Yeah. I think it will launch alongside online. To be honest with you, mm. they though they did say that um, Mario Odyssey is going to have some uh, multiplayer in it. Oh, that's quite cool. I like I like I, the idea of that. I, I would assume it's like a sort of drop in, drop out, like second player type thing. Like, because you could yeah. do it. You could do it in what three D world, couldn't you? You had you could have a second player mm-hmm. pop in. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, I mean, the online is there for Mario Kart, but it's like. And it's, it's there for Bomberman, but it, it, we need something more, like, I'm glad they're not charging us. I know they went, oh, you won't have to pay for it. Well, thank fuck, because we're not getting anything for it. Until no, we're not you getting add, anything for it, yeah. Yeah, until you add in voice chat and such like, and dedicate, not dedicated servers, but you know what I mean, a room for you to, like, make parties and groups. That's all yeah. they need to be done. But hats off to them for not rushing it out and it being broken, because they can't afford for that to happen. So somebody obviously realised this isn't going to be ready for the summer. It needs at least another six months. And that's a good thing. Um, because if it wasn't for the Wii U, Nintendo would have rushed that out, and if it was broken, they would have went, yeah, it's going to be fixed as we go along, but they need everything to be perfect for the Switch, and so far they've got it right. So hopefully by the time it comes out, it'll be worth it. With the games that we've got over the next six months, I mean, Xenoblade 2 is going to be a fucking long-winded game for both me and you. It's going to be a big fucking RPG. So that's going to tide me over a bit Mario is going to be a game I keep till I get rid of my Switch do you know what I mean you don't get rid of Mario games usually I don't anyway um, plus you've got all your stars or moons in this one to collect it's, it, we've got enough content to like do us right to the end of the year through to next year do you know what I mean so I'm impressed so what 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 it says in Nintendo's uh, of Nintendo's official website right now is that uh like online play on Nintendo Switch is free until 2018 and then coming in 2018 you've got online lobby and voice chat which they say our new dedicated smart device app will connect to Nintendo Switch and let you invite friends to play online set play appointments and chat with friends during online matches and compatible games all from your smart device 
So that's all through the, the smart device. You don't need. I assume you'd need to link it, like to your account on the. On you would, the yeah, you'd you'd probably need to sign in. You'd probably need to um, sign and it, in. And it still says a free limited version of this that will be available for download in summer 2017. And then, but that could uh, be August, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then you're also getting the uh, classic game selection, which uh, is a download. Or you'll get to download a compilation of classic titles with added online play. Such as Super Mario Bros. Three, Balloon Fight, and Doctor Mario. Doctor um, Mario, pro- yeah, uh, it does say the product name is liable to change there. And you'll also get some special eShop deals. I'm surprised there's been no like little sales, yeah, on the on the Switch because Nintendo did announce a sale today, like, but okay. it's only on it's only on 3DS and Wii U. That's a bit shit. Yeah, nothing, no sales on the Switch. I mean, they could have discounted a couple of like the early released games, not so not. Yeah. Yeah, not say, definitely not Zelda, Mario Kart, any of those, but like a couple of things like Snake Pass and things like that. I mean, which are, have been discounted elsewhere already, so they could have discounted those a couple of pounds just like to go. Look, oh, there's a couple, and there's a couple of games for your Switch owners that are, that are on sale as well. I haven't seen any because I've been on the Switch online shop thinking maybe they added something onto the shop that we haven't seen yet. But I mean, nah, apart from adding <laughs> uh, what you call it, Mario Odyssey to the coming soon section, it still says date pending, even though they announced the date. Mm. Uh, there's there's nothing there, so um, it's quite disappointing. Like not one of them, apart from if if you don't count obviously, which you can't really count the Marvel versus Capcom demo. Then there's there, there was nothing, and like we talked about. That's been the best thing the past few years is like, and that is available to buy right now or after the show. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep, hundred percent. Like uh, Sony did say that the for plus you're getting like one of those uh, play thing play in. What's it called? The the new like thing they announced with smartphones and stuff. You play uh, the smartphone. Play whatever that was called. Yeah, play something or other. But uh, they're one of those games is coming free on the fourth of July uh, to PlayStation yeah. Plus subscribers. Yeah, but we need something now. E3, I, I like to feel like I've came away with something after yeah. watching the show, you know? Yeah, or like, because I mean, you're excited about you're talking about the games and stuff like that. I mean, if you're not that excited about any one specific game outside of the Nintendo ones, like, you're still like, oh, and that game's available now. Like, something that people are, like, sitting playing on the shop floor, I can fucking, like, the, the, uh, the show floor, uh, I can sit and play it at home as well. Like, that's cool to me. And yeah, there's the demo from Harvest Capcom, but. Yeah, it's not a full game like it's when they done in game, yeah. which was awesome, and I'm sure there was other games as well that came out. And there's yeah. been a couple, yeah. But anyway, is gaming history one one on tonight? Yeah, uh, I don't know that it is. To be honest, I don't think it is because Fred's at ah. three, so. Ah, right, okay, so it doesn't matter. Run over. No, but like we'll just wind down this Nintendo chat then. Like, um, if you haven't bought a Switch and you missed the glory days of the 64 because let's be honest the gamecube didn't recapture it the wii was a different beast in the wii u nobody basically bought the switches by the way holy fuck by the way and in amongst e3 there was a game announced for the fucking wii then not the wii u the the nintendo wii not fucking joking just dance 2018 is coming to the wii the original wii why (laughs) like oh my god nintendo is Two generations past that, and they're releasing a fucking like Ubisoft are still releasing a Wii game. Like, Why? That's insane. That then e- my mind. EA will EA will try and trump that because they like having the final game on consoles, as you know, because they usually release like a FIFA or something. 
but, but well, why? EA's, EA's, EA's long abandoned the Wii. Like they haven't done a FIFA game on it for years because nobody bought FIFA on the, on the Wii. But like Just Dance, I mean, they, they did it last year, like 2017 one, and, and I was sure that would be the last one. But no, they're just like no. Well, I mean, the Wii sold like what 100 million units, just or oh, just yeah. shy of that. So uh, the consoles are still kicking about out there somewhere, and like people do play the Just Dance games on them, so they must have sold enough to go like, okay, well, it's worth us like putting a couple of quid into like sending these interns to like do their uh, their internship on porting this game to the the yeah. Wii. <laughs> like, okay, you guys do that. Like, if it's That's shit, insane. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we'll talk about like I want to talk more about the Zelda thing because you're now getting the season pass. Yeah. The, the season pass isn't normal season pass price it's 17 quid right so yep. that's not bad do you think the content is justified um, I mean I think what they've shown so far is interesting to me I don't know if it's necessarily justified to be honest like I, I think what they did show in the trailers is that it looks like more of the same which isn't necessarily a bad thing no. but having said that there is probably a lot of shit in the game that I have not, and I know for a fact there's a lot of shit in the game that I haven't seen. There's probably stuff in the game that you haven't seen as well. Yeah, and I'm even people so. that even people that have played it extensively more than what we've played it, there's probably stuff in the game that they haven't seen as well. So having more of the same stuff that is probably already in the game you've not seen yet is kind of like a bit spurious. But they have added like some extra things that are of interest to me, like this whole thing being able to see like the, the hero path and all that sort yes. of stuff. Like that that's really cool. So it does two, that, it backlogs it to two hundred hours, so like it'll be yeah. where you've been since you started the game, and as long as you haven't yeah. played over two hundred hours, which I know some people have, yeah. it will show exactly where you've walked. So I guarantee you, there's a bit that you've you've never walked through. Like I guarantee, even me, oh, there'll be a huge section yeah. of the map. It's like why have I never walked through that? I've always yeah. like edged around it for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I really look forward to to seeing like that, and that's coming in the update in like two weeks' time. Yeah, on the thirtieth. Yeah, two weeks' time. Nice. Basically, nice. two weeks' time as of like. Wednesday but yeah mm. um, that'll be and I, I'm I'm looking forward to it and like it, it gives you the master quest mode which is obviously mm. higher difficulty and it adds more enemies and you've seen the likes of enemies start using flying platforms that you need different mm. tactics to take down that was really interesting uh, there's oh, also yeah. a there's a new quest that you have to because the Master Sword everyone complained why is it only level 30 yes it's indestructible but it's only level 30 so there's a new quest that you can do that gives you the true form of the Master Sword and it like mm. upgrades it obviously so I don't know whether this was planned all along or it's to do with fan feedback mm. um, you've also got all the masks like uh, Majora's masks coming into it like I said the Korok mask which once you find it you can it'll track the seeds for you which will be handy as fuck yeah. I think it's very clever adding these things at this point rather than day one, like because that would be effectively easy mode. But see now that the majority of people will finish the game. Um, Except me. I think, yeah, I think adding these bits are going to help the likes of me find stuff that I was, I'm clearly like, there's got to be like mountain ranges that I've never been up and I've just walked past and like thought, oh, I've been there before, but I haven't. So to be able to see that added in with like the Korok mask, all the new Majora's masks and stuff. I don't know if there's new dungeons in this one. I'm not sure if this one's the one that has new dungeons. I know the second bit is the one that's got the story DLC, which I'm interested in. Um, we'll need to wait and see what that is, though, uh, because it could. People are hi, hi, uh, theorizing that it's a prequel because of the way it looked. But I, once you complete the game, you'll very easily see that the world's still very much alive and there's still stuff happening. And in fact, the end of the game is almost a cliffhanger. Not a, oh my god, why didn't they finish that story? But okay, I wonder where what's going to happen when they get there. Do you know what I mean? So. 
it'll be interesting to see but 17.99 Nintendo are very fair with their prices and the season passes and I as much as I'm saying I don't think it looks value it's not that it doesn't look too much value just now it's we don't know exactly what they're going to put in it because I mean look at the Mario Kart uh, season pass that was kind of the first season pass the fucking content they ended up putting out for that it was like mm. it's totally worth the 17 quid that that cost same for Hyrule Warriors so I, I imagine they would treat Zelda with the exact same love. I mean, if they get any fucking feedback that fans are raging about it, Nintendo are good guys and will step in and go, okay, we're doing extra story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It's not like they're going to go, built off, that's all you're getting. If people are that against what they release, then they will turn around and go, okay, guys, we apologise You know for what has happened. Uh, we realised the value wasn't enough, so we're going to add a third pack. They will 100% do that if there's enough hatred for the content. So I have faith in Nintendo not to put out shite, with Zelda especially. Hmm. I do think that it would be nice of them, uh, as part of the second DLC pack, to put out things like Epona and that shit that's like locked behind Amiibos. Right Amiibo paywall, yeah, I would say so, because I don't have Epona, which is annoying, and I can't yeah. find the fucking Amiibo to unlock her, so yes, I have went and bought yeah. the cards. I mean, like, that's taken out part of the game. I get it, it's a way to get folk to buy Amiibos, and yes, I should but have I mean, still kept Even if Even if there was a quest in the game that was like, even if it was really difficult, that that was the way you got Epona, I wouldn't mind that. Like, that's but fine, still in the game. <laughs> Yeah, but like taking it out and like locking it behind an amiibo that is difficult to get hold of right now, like that's annoying. At a reasonable price, yeah, because I mean, amiibos sell for what ten to fifteen pounds, brand new, and that's reasonable yeah. price. People on eBay just now are selling them at a hundred plus pounds, and <laughs> they break off. The Breath of the Wild one sold out like basically a couple of days after the game came out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it's the fact that they don't make enough of stuff and Nintendo they're advertising more Amiibos coming out it's like well, we can't collect the original ones remember the whole thing with Shulk how much that that was going for when Xenoblade mm, came out yeah, yeah. and you couldn't find them for love and money and like even now like if you go on the game website game in Britain a hundred odd pound for Toon Link fuck's sake I mean even, <laughs> even at our work they've put the prices up not as much as that but it's like 30-40 yeah. quid for the Zelda Amiibos and it's like that's I can't justify three times the price, so that's why I picked up the cards, mostly because they locked me apart my game. Like, I can't have Link's horse. Sure, I got the giant horse and Zelda's horse, but that's not Link's horse. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pony. Like, you need to be a fucking pony. And they've also locked out the traditional... Yes, there is a Zelda style, a traditional Link-style outfit if mm. you complete all the shrines, which I'm going to work towards doing. But, I mean, like... They've locked out the Ocarina of Time uh, costume and all that. You have to use the uh, Amiibos for that as well. So, yeah, it's a wee bit annoying they've done that. I get why they've done it, however, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if these cards work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if the cards work, then you're, you're sorted. <laughs> but no, apart from that, like, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else about E3 you want to talk about. What did you think of the Amiibos? There's new Samus ones coming. There's a really cool uh, Amiibo of an actual Metroid. It's, it looks like it's broke out its tank and it's squishy. Yeah, I don't have any interest in that one. The Samus one looks pretty cool, but I think I'd rather just buy the original Samus one, which I guarantee will have gone up in price now. Oh, it has. The minute they announced the new the new game for it, and oh, the Amiibos work on it, it's like, yep, price raise. Do you know what? I might, I, I might have a look and just order one before... Uh, it comes before out. Price goes up. No, before the price goes up tomorrow. Oh, yeah, because it will, it will go up tomorrow. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's about all I have to say for E3. Excited for Nintendo. I'm so glad because they could have fucked it with the Switch and not done enough. But I think mm. they've done what they needed to and much, much more personally. That's my that's my yeah. opinion on it. Anyway. 
Absolutely. Um, anything else you want to say? No, not at all. Holy oh, shit. Well. Sorry. I'll need to take a photo of this, but uh, you know those rabbits that you can shoot and jewels come out? I've just mm. entered the forest and there's like fucking a bunch of them. What? What's going on here? It's like a rabbit meme. <laughs> anyway, we'll finish up there, guys. I'm going to get back to Zelda-ing and um, we'll catch you all next week. Hopefully Ross will be feeling better. Good night, all games. Goodbye, all games. Just say-